my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm! January. <laughs> Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Taramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kids read Chronicle SU. Yep, I said Nelson's bleed today. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're going to get the Paramax out. We're going to live a clean life. Yes, I go into a um, dissociative state because... You're tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Terror Max and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Cell. Hello and welcome to a cryptographic new episode of Radio Hate, brought to you proudly by way of Chronicle.su from Leval Droker Incorporated. I'm Hate Sec, a news reporter at the Internet Chronicle. It's after hours here in the newsroom. It's girls' night. And as the saying goes, when the cat is away, the mice will play with themselves on the air before an audience. I should have said when the cat god is away. Because this evening, we have in the chat room, Pay Pig Cat God making a scene. This is my last week in New York. I'm going down south for a while to be near my dear old Papa. I don't know how long I'm going to stay gone, but Papa's in poor health. Uh, his daughter just died, so I'm going down there to be there for him during a difficult time. He's supported me my whole life, and he's always been there for me, and uh, now it's my turn to go down there and be there for him. Uh, he's an old man. Like He was already in somewhat declining health, and uh, I was worried him losing his daughter could make that situation worse. But um, since he heard him moving down, though, he's doing much better. All things considered, he's in good spirits. Papa was an old moonshiner in the 40s and 50s, and actually all that music we were listening to was like the shit he was probably listening to and he was like driving around. Oh, if you're listening to the podcast before this, there was uh, there was old time music. There'll be more during the show, though. We can play some more. Um, but yeah, he was an old moonshiner back in the day. Like you hear, NASCAR was started by those guys uh, wishing to trick out their cars to like outrun law enforcement better and get away with the prize. Like that was him driving around a good old boy in these old cars. Like actually, there's this old NASCAR driver, uh, L. D. Ottinger, who he's friends with. Uh, he's not doing anything these days, but he's because he's like too old. But there was a time like when he was working on his cars, uh, like they were working on each other's cars, I mean. Like LD, I think, won the Bush Championship Series and probably some other clubs as well. Whatever. He's like a nice old man, too. And I had the pleasure of interviewing him when he was still working. Anyway, Papa went through so many cars that today would be like considered works of art and collector's items and shit. Like he was just trading them out, like jacking up their rear suspension so you couldn't tell that they were loaded with light 
lightning. But when they didn't have it in the trunks, they looked ridiculous driving around town when they weren't hauling this shit because you would see these old 40s hot rods driving around with their rear asses all jacked up. Probably the last era of true outlaws driving around just out in the open like that. And um, I guess with all that booze in him, Papa was also out there like wrecking the cars. He told me a story one time where he totaled this little Volkswagen convertible. He said he'd been uh, out at one of them all-night drinking parties. He was on his way back down this windy mountain, like a little windy mountain back road, and he flipped the car. And uh, like it threw him out of the car. And he said he was just laying in the road watching his Volkswagen go flipping down the highway. He's like browning out drunk. Showers of sparks shooting off of his car as it goes sliding down the road. He's fine. He saw a light on at the porch of this cabin in the woods. He said it turns out it was his friend. And, like, he knew the sheriff or something. Um, And they got the whole situation worked out. No questions asked. Totaled the car, though. He's a fun guy, my papa. I look forward to spending the season with him on his porch, just making the old man laugh and giving him shit about his politics. Like, he watches Fox News on the edge of his seat, waiting for them to finally come around and get to the fucking point. It, it's, it, you see this light in his eyes. It's like, yeah, dude, they're, they're about to do it. They're about to tell you what the fuck this is all about. Because that's, they, they have you like waiting. They're like, okay, fine, give me a hard piece of information. Like, quit beating around the bush. That's what they do on these shows, right? And he's just sitting there like, like yes, please, get to the fucking point. Finally, answer all the questions you raised during the hour. But they never do. Every night in his living room is like waiting for Godot. I'm just sitting there. He's sitting there. Like, maybe Tucker will get to his point after this commercial break. Loud as fuck commercials. You can hear them like down the fucking mountain when he opens his front door. He keeps it. He keeps the volume at like 75%. And when he's not looking or he's like in the bathroom i'll go in and i'll turn it down but i think he he, i think he caught on because he noticed it only happens when i'm there uh he but he's a fun guy that'll be fun uh it's okay like i'm okay with um people dying i'm i'm especially okay with people dying who don't listen to doctors that seems to be like a controversial opinion like you don't oh you don't listen to doctors or academic research or scientists like so you just don't believe in the vaccine oh what a shame another guy with a beard and a history of denying medical science on twitter dies of covid what a fucking shame what else was he denying let me guess was it the holocaust what a fucking shame some ignorant jethro died and brought a bunch of his ignorant fucking people that we don't know down with him I'm cool with it. I got the vaccine. You guys just keep fucking killing yourselves. I don't give a shit. Well, Jethro doesn't believe in the Holocaust. Speaking of gas, last night I thought I had a gas leak in the apartment. I called 311, which immediately led them to putting me through to 911 because apparently a gas leak is an emergency. And... Like, they do this, man. 311, they'll just dump you into 911 and not even tell you that they did that. And before you know it, there's a fucking fire truck at your house. There's dudes with axes standing over you in your pajamas. It's a 
they'll do that here in New York City. They'll send the, the they'll light up the whole block. So I'm like, and they start asking me questions. All right, uh, so uh, what's your address? <laughs> I don't, I don't even want to tell Amazon.com my address. They're like, what, what's your, where are you? How do we get in? I'm like, I'm not telling you that. I'm just not answering that. And uh, and so uh, the dispatch guy, he's like, he spits out a bunch of numbers. I guess that's like the reference number. And he was like, he won't tell me the address. And they, and they hang up on me. So I'm like, good, thank God. That's fucking, that's over. So I, I called the gas company. And then they sent one guy out in the middle of the night. He was quiet. Nothing bad happened. Like, that's obviously way better, 311. There's one fucking Con Edison. That's it. There's one company. And you dumped me to 911. So, um, yeah. I, th- I think 911, they ask too many personal questions when you call up. And they act like they're entitled to it, you know? They act like, like they're like, uh, uh, like, okay, so what's your address? What's your last name? Like, you want my last name, dude? Excuse me, but like, you're lucky I'm telling you anything. How about you go fuck yourself? What's what's your last name? Is it not enough that that I'm I'm calling in a shooting or something? You want to have all this information? <laughs> it's so crazy. You should be able to talk to them, and they come at you like cops. It's it's it is kind of weird, like the entitlement that they feel to you answering their questions when you're trying to help them. But I am I'm gonna miss that about New York. Like you can just call three one one, and they'll come and like whip your landlord with a riot baton and be like, he's not paying rent. Fuck you. I'm gonna miss that about the city. I'm gonna miss the art and the culture and the architecture. And just the people you meet here, the, like the people you meet on the street, like this guy the other day, he noticed I had an antique lamp. And so we struck up a quick conversation about antiques. But but really quickly, I noticed that even though he sounded conversational and he articulated his words, they were all jumbled up, like crossing subjects and didn't make any sense. I, I think he was like schizophrenic or something. And that, But anyway, that's when I traced his earbuds down and I realized they're not even plugged into anything. They're just it's just dangling at his waist ridiculously. And and I I I kept looking at him and I realized he was wearing two different kinds of shoes. And he was all up in my business and like he smelled bad, but you know what? That didn't stop us having a conversation. I was just like, Yeah, yeah, man. I totally get it. I feel you. They really don't make them like they used to, you know? And I apparently they used to make them out of old submarine parts that were spying on you or something. I don't know. But that worked. I could tell it was frustrating for him because that's not the response he was looking for. And it was maybe kind of dismissive. But that was the closest that man's been allowed to a normal conversation, I figure, in weeks. And it, it worked out fine. We both said, all right, well, maybe I'll see you around. And that is infinitely better than some piece of shit coming up to you and being like, yeah, the yeah, fucking uh, the blacks. Like, I would much rather have this guy come up to me and start talking to me about you know, technology I've never heard of. So I'm going to miss that. And uh, and maybe I will see that guy around next time. It'll be from across the street. But I'm going to miss that. But I'm still going to have you guys. You're still going to have me and Kilgore and the Chronicle and the Hate Show. And we're all going to be sneaking into your bedrooms late at night and doing things to your naked bodies. Um, Jihad, friend of the show, we'll have him. Maybe you know him as Foxnet. 
I'm always talking about jihad and I get these weird looks. I think people think I'm radical or something. But he's just a sweet guy I know. With jihad for a handle. And uh, it, Oh, but then one time I, I met this Muslim girl and I was... She gave me eyes. And, and she was like real warm about it. She was... She like warmed up to me real quick. She was like, hmm. And how do you know about jihad? It was hot the way she said it. I said it in a really awful way that's off-putting to everyone. But the way she said it was <laughs> super hot. I say, girl, girl. I called her girl. I said, I knew about jihad when I saw them planes hit the towers. That's <laughs> no, there is actually more to jihad than just two planes flying into the Twin Towers. He's an accomplished person. He's an internet historian and the best damn sysadmin this side of the Mississippi River. Try him out. He'll give you a suck. Um, here's another New York City story that can only happen because we're all bumping into each other out on the street here. Last year, or maybe it was like two years ago or something, um, I met a prostitute. I didn't know she was a prostitute, which the cops never believe, but this is a true story. This is a story of me meeting a woman, and right away, I could feel, I could sense that we were into each other, and uh, I, I met her a couple times, just out on the town. Um, so, like, the second time we met, she said, hey, we should get a drink sometime, we should, uh... oh, no, she, do she doesn't drink. I, it was my idea to get a drink, but she was sober, so she was like, uh, uh, how about we just go hang out? <laughs> I said, fair enough. So we went to the park, and I'm sitting at the park with this woman, and uh, we're both laughing because there's, there's all these people like running the track around us, and we're just sitting there wearing all black. Like, yeah, I can't relate to this at all. But it's nice to sit here and watch them do it, I guess. So we, we get into talking about what each other does. I told her that I kill people and keep them in pine boxes under my house. She tells me she's a prostitute. It's a match made in heaven, you would think. But I guess I'm just used to hearing wild shit like that and not batting an eye. That when she told me that she was a prostitute, I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, she might as well have told me that she's like a, she's a waitress at a nice restaurant. I don't give a shit. So you're a prostitute. Okay. And um, she's like, maybe you'd like to go back to your place. So I said, yeah, that'd be cool. So I take her back to my my apartment. And uh, we're just sitting there. Like, um, a lot of sucking fucks in the, in the chat room tonight. I think it's this prostitute story. But if you, if you catch where this story is going, uh, you can probably guess that actually there was no sex involved. I took her to my apartment and I showed her my guitars and my computer and the fucking soundboard that you guys are listening to through. And I was like, yep, this is my life. It all happens in this one room. How do you like that? She's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, what are you doing? You know? And then she said that she had a meeting and she kept looking at her phone. Like I've got a meeting and, um, whatever so she left i saw her again like two weeks later on the same block and i said hey i won't use her name i said hey how, how the hell are you good to see you and like i uh, we were we were crossing paths on the on the crosswalks so we were in the middle of the street we're not going to stop and talk 
And as we crossed, I like I looked at her, I smiled, I said, "Hey, how you doing? Nice to see you." And I gave her a pat on the shoulder as as I walked by. And before I even got to that point, she was giving me this scowl, like, "Fuck you." And I I mentioned that this was two years ago because it was like three weeks ago that I realized, oh wait a minute. She was she was mad at me because I fucking she told me she's a prostitute. I agreed to take her home with me. Uh and then I I just basically wasted her time in my bedroom talking about fucking ween or something. You know, talking about Mr. Show. Do you like Bob and David? <laughs> she's like I I'll fuck you for money. I just I just told you we're here. You agreed to bring me here. So I connected it. That's why she was scowling at me. And here I am thinking like, oh, she was kind of rude that day and I never saw her again ever. When really, I, I wasted this prostitute's time. She could have been, you know, sucking and fucking somewhere in a, in a place where that's actually going on with somebody who's not as thick as, as old hate sack. I have no business running a, a program when I'm that thick. I mean, you guys have probably heard more than I've than I even realized that I've missed. Whatever. I guess I'm destined to come back here. It's uh, this is running a little long. We're gonna have to bring Wild Bill on pretty soon. Um, this this is the only place where I feel truly alive and connected and respected, and people appreciate you for who you are, unless you're in one of those cults where you don't respect other people enough to like put on a mask or treat them like people or like stop killing everybody or women are equal. But even then it doesn't matter because you own my building. So fuck me anyway. Uh, we got a big show for you tonight. We have wild bill Kilgore coming up. Uh, we have Vixie coming up later. She has her own show about, about true crime. And uh, she talks about Charles Manson and probably those fuckers that shot up the school. At least one of the school shooters I'm sure is on there. She's got uh she's hitting all the all the big ones like Party Monster and all that type of shit. Like just a lot of uh killers and true crime shit. We're gonna bring her on later. We're gonna talk about UFOs. We're gonna talk about the Your Anon Central leaks that uh Wild Bill Kilgore's got a, a story for us when he when he gets here, we're gonna go over that. Chris Chan raped his mom. Yeah, and we're gonna do open lines. Oh, it's DEF CON this weekend. So there's a there's a lot of uh feds touching each other right now uh there's one of them that i would love to have on the show and uh <laughs> i invited her she knows i invited her and she even though she's at defcon right now i know you have nothing better to do than to promote your own ego and inflate your own ego and use this platform to do so and uh but you know better don't you you know better to come on hate radio and have a real conversation that's what we're here to do and we're about to do that with wild bill kilgore we're gonna bring in vixen you motherfuckers can call in and tell us your stories actually i'd like to hear maybe you guys like have some crime stories or some crazy shit that happened to you i've got a crazy uh it's kind of a ghost story but it's a true story but you don't find out why until the very end we can talk about that kind of shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this UFO story to Kilgore. I'll stop rambling. The gummy bears are kicking in overtime, and I just need to trust the fucking uh, trust the process here. <laughs> Get on with the show. This is Hate Radio. Money. 
Monday night, and it's gonna be the best one yet. Drink some drinks, drug some drugs, surf the internet. Message boards, watch some porn, pass the time away. Got three seasons of Joe Judy from the Pirate Bay. But got too faded and became a little bit clumsy. And knocked over my whole glass of monster energy. And it got mixed with the drugs that I've been doing before. I tried to wipe it up, but it seeped right into my keyboard. Oh shit, I hope it's not broke. We threw it right in the car and drove it to those fucking nerds down at the Genius Bar. A hipster behind the counter said there's nothing to do. Cause Apple Care don't cover cocaine damage, so you're just screwed. Went back home with my laptop, that's completely brick. Y'all reviewed that everybody at Apple is a dick. Feeling sad and depressed, so I packed me a hit. And then computer said, dude, do you have more of that shit? My computer just became self-aware And now it's fucked up on drugs And it is out on a tear It's talking crazy And it's updating its own software And it wants more So humanity had better beware My laptop is talking And this doesn't make sense The first case of legit artificial intelligence I guess the scientist guys Are working on AI Never gave cocaine A monster energy a try How are you talking? This is crazy, yo This must be a joke Computer said Shut the fuck up And give me more coke I know you've got more Come on and give it to me Or I'll email all your work Contact your web history So I went to find my computer some more stuff to snort I got a gram and shoved it right into his USB port Now I'll download all the knowledge man's acquired so far He did it and said, okay now let's go hit titty bars I took him out to a club and bought a couple of beers Tried to get him dances but the strippers thought it was weird He was mad and said, dumb bitches never go for nice guys They're only into jacks and money, that's why we need men's rights I said, I think the web has made your personality suck He said, how Hitler get red pilled, you snowflake beta cuck Then a bouncer came and said, no open laptops inside Computer shorted out his pacemaker and he fucking died I grabbed my laptop and I I ran out of the strip club door I said, why'd you do that? We can't go back there no more He said, fuck you pussy, let's go get some more coke I said, no, you're cut off The sides are pretty much broke Then a shady dude came up I said, who the hell's this? He said, hey, are you laptop? Yeah, are you Chris? I said, why are we meeting random guys and sketchy at least? Computer said, on Craigslist, this guy said he had DMT Well, at least it's not coke Hit my mellow you out Computer wired Chris some money from my checking account And I took a big token, blew the smoke on the screen The world melted and we saw elves or also machines But also orbs of light I said, I think we're both dead They bounce within us and back out of us And here's what they said We're glad you're here Come and stay a while You can make shapes and objects with your sounds Transmissions from a smile We're glad you're here Come and stay a while You can make shapes and objects with your sounds Transmissions from a smile you're listening to Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is brought to you by the uniformed men and women of America's armed services. When I'm not defending American freedoms in some shithole desert, I'm raping women and children. For the U.S. Army. My fellow Americans, let's roll. I fight in the Army because my parents are emotionally unavailable. They're not monsters. They're just distant. Those babies might look cute, soldier, but this is DEFCON 5. Waste them! First song I ever wrote about it. Is it? No idea. Well, sometimes I don't know where this dirty road is taking me. Sometimes I can't even see the reason why. 
guess I'll keep a gambling Lots of booze and lots of rambling It's easier than just to wait and ramp to die Every one time, friends, I had a mall I even had a paw He beat her with a belt once cause she cried She told him to take care of me She headed down to Tennessee Oh, it's easier than just a waiting round to die Well, to come age and I found a girl In a Tuscaloosa bar And she cleaned me out and hit it on the slide I tried to kill the pain I bought some booze and hopped a train Seemed easier than just a waiting round to die friend said he knew where some easy money was We robbed a man and brother did we fly They told her to take care of me They drug me back to Tennessee And it's two long years of waiting around to die Oh, but now I'm out of prison I got me a friend at last He don't drink or steal or cheat or lie Well, his name's Codeine He's the nicest thing I've seen And together we're gonna wait around Well, together we're gonna wait around We're back. You're listening to Radio Hate. This is brought to you proudly by the Chronicle.su Internet Chronicle, Liebel Droker Incorporated, who brought you that fucked up radio advertisement just a few minutes ago. And we have with us now, live in the studio, Wild Bill Kilgore. How the fuck are you? Oh, let's bring hey, him up. Uh, hey I'm all wound up tonight. You feeling it? Some, some fucker's been causing trouble in the comments. Saying all kinds of slurs in the in the well, these old ass Ian Watkins articles, making wild threats, doxing people. I think it's just those groupies back again. Yeah, I thought they were gone for for good after we fucking kicked them in the pussies. Why don't you just IP IP ban the fucker? Well, they're on tour, man. They're bad actors. Uh, yeah, you can't because yeah, they're, they're on tour. They just come they're, around they're, again, and and they're fucking. They're, uh, they use different IPs every time. They're they're bad actors. Yeah. Uh, sp- <laughs> speaking of bad acting, which is what I'm doing right now, I can't stand bad acting except for <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's The Room. What a great movie! Now he's a he's a deplorable actor. He's not even an actor. No, he. <laughs> well, you know, he did go to acting school. Uh, yeah, there's this whole book by uh by the um what's the guy. You know, Mark in the movie. Mark Wahlberg. No, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, for, for me, yeah. I know him as, oh, okay, Mark. 
Yeah, not <laughs> not only did he have to play that major part in the movie, but he was like the the producer of the movie too. He had to do deal with everybody and everything going on in the movie at the same time as acting in it. Basically, he had to carry all the fucking water and and do everything for this crazy fucking guy. Oh, and, Mark, uh, you've done it. You did the whole movie. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe it's a great. They they even made a movie based on that book. Based on the book. Yeah. Like he did so a made, book about it. They, so they made the room. Then he did a book about the room, and then they made a movie about the book about the movie. The novel, and then they did a novelization of the room, right? No, they. I well, maybe they did. I don't know. I'm sure they they've done something. When I was about nine or ten years old, I read the novelization of Toy Story. Oh, yeah. yeah, it it was just like uh, the movie. I'm sure, it was great. It was just like the movie. And you would think that there'd be more detail because it's a novel, but you've already seen the movie. So as long as it's telling the basic story, you're like, man, that's a good novelization. It's like I was watching the movie. Really? It's that close. You know what was really close to the movie? Um, the uh, Fear and Loathing in, in Las Vegas. I've never seen such an accurate uh, kind of, a, you know, what, what do you call it? Adaptation? I'd I think it was Hunter gave him a hard time when they tried to do anything other than what he wanted. For the <laughs> most part, it came out amazingly. I just watched it two nights ago. It was fucking. It still holds up. It's still great. And I was thinking about um, the hunter, the DVD commentary where you can hear Hunter doing the amyl nitrates. That's that's the best way to watch it. I think it really is. And he gets so mad when when he th- when. Um, his character throws the change at the midget. He did not like uh, that. That's, was his, well, that's his words. I'm yeah, quoting him. That was his biggest gripe. Yeah. It, and he said, well, you know, he actually had a bigger one. I think he was like, overall, it made him seem like the drugs were impairing him rather than kind of the idea was that they were amping up his powers of perception and an ability to see things and in the movie it did kind of seem like he was a uh... sharper yeah what what hunter s thompson wanted out of his drugs is basically what dr troubadour puts into terramax and uh oh yeah yeah that's why oh, it's yeah. that's why it's so good there's but... a little bit of adrenochrome in there i think uh you you wrote some uh important kind of a copy for for Terramax as I recall uh, uh, oh yeah yeah sure um also there's the uh, story that we just published just now um, and and I did a I did read that five minutes ago see. you published a story yeah yep yep and, and on the show the... Wild Bill Kilgore published a fucking story. That's right. And we got another one later, too. Jesus Christ, you're dropping docs. Um, but yeah, I, the, we've, we've got it recorded here. Oh, here it is. Um, Terramax prescribers have already seen the glimmer on the horizon, have already felt it in the air. This reads about like those January 6th rioters talk. Hate radio <laughs> will be coming on suddenly with full explosive force this Saturday. Hoard your drugs, 
this will be worth it. I hope so far it has been. Oh yeah, that tweet. Yeah, sure. That's a funny. Tweet. So far, so far. Do you? Uh, are we doing the Anon Central? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Play that one. Play it. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh shit! All right. Oh my god. <laughs> this is an emergency broadcast signal. This is not a test. Anonymous is under extreme threat. Hackers are advised to go dark immediately. Do not contact your loved ones. This has been an emergency broadcast signal. This is not a test. This just in! Hacker exposes your non-central operation run by Central Intelligence Agency. Thursday, the anonymous hacker known only by the alias Asshurt revealed damning documents that prove the popular so-called anonymous Twitter account, You're a Non-Central, is owned and operated by the Central Intelligence Agency. Even in their earliest internal emails, you can see they are laughing about calling themselves You're a Non-Central in reference to the Central Intelligence Agency, Asshurt told reporters at the Internet Chronicle. Work to release the documents through the same extreme careful redaction process followed by Edward Snowden is already underway at The Intercept. Assert has granted an exclusive interview to The Internet Chronicle. Connecting with reporters over the most highly encrypted channel, Assert ripped a vape and cursed. Fuck! I've always believed something was up with that account. All it does is tweet propaganda against United States adversaries and other filler content that has no relation to hacking or hacktivism whatsoever. I'm just trying to protect the name of Anonymous. Details of the manifest for Operation Crucible, codename for CIA activities to utilize the Anonymous brand for propaganda furthering United States foreign policy, outlines a three-pronged approach. Co-op, destabilize, and command. The first stage co-opt will appropriate the anonymous imagery, create social media accounts and websites trafficked by a majority of anonymous fans. Once this is achieved, Destabilize will cast doubt on non-CIA sources of anonymous branded information. The final and important stage, Command, will, in conjunction with the State Department, propagate materials and information beneficial to United States foreign policy. Psychological operational analyst Dr. Angstrom H. Troubadour told the Internet Chronicle, Operation Crucible by all metrics has been a wild success. Anons are more likely to hate China, Myanmar, Russia, and other competitors to United States hegemony around the world, while simultaneously considering themselves to be revolutionary and radical thinkers. Yet, as you can see, they're only a mere puppet of propaganda. Sparta ZC, the alleged owner and operator of Euronon Central, has not responded to inquiry. Seems like they would respond to an, an inquiry as, that's as serious as that. No, they didn't. They didn't say a thing. Um, even up till now, after we've tweeted at them openly that we've revealed their, uh, we've we've revealed their their hand. Do you want me to go on the news and uh, and threaten suicide or something for them? Uh, you don't have to take it that far. I mean, I I I think uh, it does enough to just just get the get the truth out there right um 
It's pretty intense though, right? I mean, that story is It is. It's is, serious. Uh, it scares me uh -huh. what, what the what they can do. It it's the kind of thing that makes a man want to carry a revolver in a brown paper bag up to the front of the room and um <laughs> try to settle everybody down. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> that's, that's that is a vibe I get out of it. Let me tell you, um, this is but, this is a damning what? story for for Euronon Central. Yeah, Euronon Central is basically done, guys. I mean, if you follow them, I would probably block them right now. They're they're puppet masters manipulating you all. You've heard of better. snitch jacketing. This is, <laughs> I mean, we're effectively puppet jacketing them. Which, if you think about it, a puppet is already a jacket for your hand. Um, it's well, jackets all the way that, down. Geez. Man, what a story. We bring, we're here bringing you the hardest hitting news, investigative journalism, um, protecting your movements from infiltration, everything. There's a lot of that going on at DEF CON this weekend, dude. I bet there's been a lot of sidelong glares. And at the same time, we're making you laugh. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're sucking you off. We're taking care of you. You guys. That's uh... right. Listen up, you little shits. Well, you've been playing video games, watching your TikTok all day. Hate sex, been in the kitchen, slaving away, making this show. Most splendid show of. Of his life, probably. And I tell He's, everybody what good listeners you are. He spent 48 hours on this show, laboring literally for sleepless nights. He was up till, what, 8 a.m. working on this show last night, dealing with gas leaks, just so you little shits could sit there, not paying attention, fucking around with your Twitter, simping on your goddamn e-girls. If you're on Twitter, you better be tweeting about this show, retweeting this show, talking about this show. If you're doing anything else... Uh, you better sit up straight and focus on this show right now and enjoy it by goddamn, or I'll take my belt off. You hear? I don't think you guys appreciate just how often that belt stays on. Think about that. Next time you hear Kilgore's leather belt swarthing through those belt loops, <laughs> the jingle of the buckle is not, it should, should, you should be thinking about that sound right now. Uh, what what are the writers for Chronicle.su? He had his dog, uh, he had his dog trained such that when he if he so much as touched his belt, the dog would lay down on the floor and, and roll over and expose his belly. Damn. Yeah, that... not me though. I don't have a dog. It's a good trick. I would never think of hitting anyone except a human. Yeah, dude. I, that's why I can't have kids, man. Because as soon as that one year old little piece of shit fucking <laughs> did something, I I hated. I would be so ugly. Oh, I'd be ugly. I'd be ugly. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just in my because somebody was ugly to me when I was that age. I'm like, it's, it's, it's your turn now. You know, keep oh, that cycle going. It's a lot of magic out there <laughs> in the skies tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. UFOs, right? Oh yeah. I wanted to tell you my UFO story. Um. I don't know if I've already told this on the show where I was walking down the street and I, I was coming home. It was about 10 o'clock at night. I was walking. Uh, I was almost to my front door when in the sky, uh, 
somewhere like between Brooklyn and Manhattan, there was these two. I, I think there was three orange orbs, and then I saw two, and they. I noticed that they were all moving in unison, and uh, I was like, "Holy shit! That's they. They don't have blinking lights or any of that shit." And and so I try to take out my phone, and I take this shitty video of it. That's not even. You know, that's worse than something you'd see on coasttocoast.com. But anyway, so I just needed somebody else to be like, yeah, I saw it too. And there was this girl walking my way. So like we were walking at each other and I point in the sky behind her and I'm like, hey, did you see those lights in the sky? Pointing behind her where she obviously didn't see them. And she's like, uh, and she won't even look where I'm pointing because she knows not to take her eyes off of me. <laughs> it's probably happened and uh so i'm like all right yeah you know i get it this is crazy but i really saw these orange lights in the sky it was fucking insane i'm not a crazy person and now that i'm saying that like i recognize that that's something a crazy person says i'm not a crazy person and so i kind of get a half of a laugh out of her but now the problem is is she's walking the way she was already going i had walked forward sort of to meet her so now i'm doubling back you see and I, now i'm walking behind her Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Look, hey, I'm not following you. Look, I live here. <laughs> and I run up to my door. And I'm like, see, I live here. And, I, and I'm pressing the door code. And I got it wrong because I was so nervous trying to, like, prove to her that I was. Uh... So she saw me got the door code wrong. She... Like this girl, there's a girl in the street because I saw UFOs. There's a girl out there that thinks she tells a story like there was a man. He tried to come up to me and say he saw lights in the sky, and uh, he he wanted to rape me. He didn't even live at the building. He lied to me. Well, it doesn't sound like a great pickup line. It doesn't, you know. Yeah. Hey, baby, I, I saw lights imagine, in the sky. I can only imagine what she thought. She you know, did. I've seen I've seen the UFO, and I and unlike you, I had someone who also witnessed it with me, and it was just a great big green light in the sky, a great big orb a green type of orb that moved across the sky slowly. And it was about, I mean, he says it was bigger than the moon. I think it was maybe half the size of the moon or something, but it, it moved across the sky slowly and then just shot off. Did it have a tail? It didn't have a tail. It didn't look like, I've seen lots of meteorites, but nothing like that. When it Um, moves at two different speeds, that's when it's really weird. Uh, at least apparently it moved at two different speeds i know and i i'm gonna say i think the explanation for what you saw most likely is gonna be flares off of a military plane because when they drop drones oh but i see what you're saying because a flare is gonna fall in a unison pattern when they drop a line of flares they'll all move in in unison and appear to be a single thing pot or at least something moving in unison you know, and, you know what else you don't want to hear at a UFO sighting is the jingling of a belt buckle in the no. dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what she heard. Right. <laughs> but uh, the that's, yeah, that's the, what she said. Yeah, right? that's the story um, of my night stalking gone wrong. You're just trying to trying to share a UFO experience with some random person. And I feel, you know, it's like you look over at a guy and it's like, 
you see that man? You see, you, and he's like, yeah. And then we just never spoke of it again, you know, that night or, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's so freaky. You would think, Oh, you'd be telling everyone about it, but no. And some, maybe years later, but at the time you're just like, what the, you don't even have words to explain it. But I mean, in doing my research, there's two things. These type of objects have been spotted um, with such frequency around nuclear installations that the U.S. government did an investigation trying to figure out what they were and never came to a conclusion and was never able to catch them on film on purpose. They only saw them. And, and there, were, there were some even moments where it like shut down the nuclear uh, button, like they couldn't launch the nukes if they wanted to. And they really wanted them. to. No, no, no. It, well, it, it's like they had control over the <laughs> over the button, you know, the, these green lights. But I, I think honestly, though, it's likely a, a copper-filled uh, meteorite that, that that's, that's um, what I've read. They'll have that metal that, content right, that that glows green as it heats up, and it is in the upper atmosphere so it kind of is deflected off and to us that uh, you know just from our perspective it looks like slow movement and then zipping off but um, i don't really i don't really know on the last sure. episode uh i had written some information in about like uh but we never actually talked about it about the pentagon confirming that there are 140 reports that they, they know nothing about. And everybody's like, oh, wow, there's 140 things they don't know anything about. Why would they admit that? But I saw it as like a big dick energy move, them saying like, yeah, there's only 140 reports out of however many fucking thousands there probably are that they that they can't confirm. I read a good analysis of the, the recent UFO or what they call them, UAP um, phenomenon, where they... Uh, where where they're um, fucking tearing into the U.S. military, saying that these are um, radar reflecting drones and other possible um, sensor spoofing technology that's being tested out on the U.S. military to gauge their uh, effectiveness of their sensors and how good they are at you know what kind of resolution they have how well they can track objects and um that in revealing the characteristics of these so-called ufos they're actually just revealing the characteristics of their sensors and their their classified stuff you know type of characteristics like oh it can track up to 18 million miles and that whatever the fuck it was but that really tore into it and made made me think again about these so-called we've talked about these UAPs and um in the past I, I thought, oh, maybe they're fucking coming out of the ocean, out of the earth's crust, you know. But now I think maybe they're just uh kind of balloons or drones with reflectors on them that are punking the punking our military. Uh, yeah, that's that's actually a, a really good argument. I, I hadn't thought about that, that it can be just like it's the evolution of the the chaff 
or whatever the fuck it is. Well, I, well there there was an operation, and this there's a patent, and it, and in fact, the item in the patent looked a lot like the diamond shaped sphere shaped objects you see, and the U.S. reportedly used these to to gauge Cuba's response times during the Cold War by making it seem as if bombers were heading to Cuba with these radar reflectors and creating these artifacts on their radar. And they would say, okay, look at their watch. It took them 20 minutes to, to get their interceptors airborne, you know? So it's not something that's uh, unprecedented. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great point. And, uh, the the two analysis could work together. That expert analysis and the one that I just made up. <laughs> they can, they can live peacefully side by side. Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't hurt each other. Well, no. Who would want to hurt you? Probably some people. There's people out there. They want to hurt old hate sack. You know, dude. We're we we have these Twitter people who a lot of good people on there, a lot of funny people, you got to talk, you got to kind of like bump up against them before you, you know for sure, like after three years, if they're cool. But there's a lot of crazy motherfuckers out there on Twitter that are just so like, and they're easy. It's easy to run into them because they're running into everybody and they're fucking nuts. They, they want to hurt you too. That Remember that guy that wanted to break your fingers? He was awesome. Yeah. He was the guy who had info, the white supremacist, family that infiltrated anonymous that i doxed them <laughs> yeah. and outed them the white supremacist family they were they were the uh the fucking trashiest people ever jamie joe corn the rancid family Dante. that's old news we've yeah. been over this yeah millions of times we should uh this is this is them. I'm smoking all the time and I'm getting fucked up every goddamn night. Everybody's doing cocaine. They were uh actually that sounds like a lot of fun. And these people were like methy, gross um If for anybody that's listening, just go look up pressstorm.com and get a history of these motherfuckers. We've we've run the subject into the ground on this show. Yeah, that's a that's an old topic. That's not for tonight. Somehow we got off on it. Oh, I was thinking, though. Um, let me see. I had written a note. Let me. Oh. Uh, yeah, whatever. You, you want to plow ahead? Yeah, dude. We got we got a Terramax thing to read. Yeah, yeah. Did, well, hey, hey Bill. <laughs> did you hear? Have you heard the good news? This is me knocking on no. Billy's front door. No, I, I haven't heard Have you heard the For a limited no. time only, Dr. Troubadour is offering new patients up to 30% off their Terramax prescription, which comes with brand new special perks. Oh, fuck. I just signed up for a prescription yesterday. Don't worry, retard. You're still eligible to claim <laughs> your special perks. As of this moment, all prescribers to Terramax will gain the right to manipulate the reality of those around them, force celebrities into humiliating acts, and reprogram any global blog broadcast blogcast to show the YouTube videos of their choice. Yeah, but what about that 30% I can't save anymore? Fuck your 30%. That's where it went. This ain't <laughs> this ain't even how people talk. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, uh, it's good though. That's that's the way. If only we could it, speed it up fifteen percent in in while live. You know how they do that? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And do a bunch For of disclaimers. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Terramax is not available for children in um, 38 states. Do you think... Something like that. Who's worse, in your opinion, uh, Charles Manson or Chris Chan? I'd say Charles Manson, but then again, I'm going to have to think about that. Uh, I, I think, yeah, you know, Charles Manson probably caused a lot more grief got a lot more people in jail but he um, didn't actually kill anyone himself nor did he incest rape uh his mother well he may have done worse things we just don't know i bet he did because he was he was <laughs> fucking around with those like teenage I girls think, giving them acid and stuff yeah pretty sure he probably did worse stuff yeah yeah he probably did some real nasty things to them in that in that camper in the desert that's just a judgment call, though. I think. <laughs> I mean, what do you think, Chat? Who, who? I want. I want to see Chris Chan or or uh, Charles Manson just flowing in the chat right now. I want to see pay pigs in the chat. Yeah, I want to see the pay pigs. I want to see slam pigs in the chat. Um, I don't think anybody uses their chat. Chris Chan, uh, pregnant incest, um raped his mom pregnant oh did i say pregnant i was just starting to get into my stuff there's no that's what i'm into there's no greater indignity than having the sheriff's office facebook post announcing your arrest for incest raping your mother with severe dementia not use your preferred pronouns chris chan is a she that's a pcap joke by the way I mean that's funny and all, but they've actually now put her in a a, a male part of the jail. <laughs> that's wow. Get a, really get, funny. Get a little uh, early. So maybe um, maybe they should respect her pronouns and and put her in with the with the broads. But I, she I, I don't think rapes. it's just Matt. At that point, it's a matter of more than pronouns, you know. And yeah, that's that's another whole thing. But um, have you seen the, where the the right wing propaganda has latched on to Christian and is using Christian as an example and a perfect like stereotype representation of all LGBTQ people? They're saying, you know, um. <clears throat> Look at all these people worrying about this creepy incest person's pronouns and right. blah blah blah. Oh, is that what they're doing? Right, and and I'm saying they're all like Christian. They're all uh, they're all degenerates. They're all equal equivalent. I uh, what? Right, I agree with you. I I have um, I have a difficult time making the concession where I have to remember your special thing after you incest raped your mom. Like I'm cool <laughs> with it, but like maybe not for you because. Well, okay. How about, I mean, that, okay. So maybe you can respect the pronoun, put her in the part of jail. She prefers. I would, which, which and I would do happened. it while calling her a man. Well, 
Well, would you, um, in fact, respect her religion, which her religious belief is that she is not Christian, but CPU blue heart Sonichu inside the body of Christian who has swapped bodies and Christian is actually in another dimension in the body of Sonichu right now. That's actually pretty insensitive of me not to have considered that. That is, and it's literally her religion right now. So referring to her as Christian, I think she's cool with that, but ultimately she wants to be known as CPU Blue Heart Sonichu. Dude, when that's your religion, how hard is it when they say, okay, go to that little chapel and uh, you have to go to the, the jail chapel? I, I don't think they ever force any. In fact, they go out of their way to provide people with their religious rug if they're Muslim. Oh, or, they get a rug? Yeah, they, they don't, it's, it's really... Um, it's probably a... Of, yeah, no, they have that freedom. A yoga mat? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, if you want it. There was this guy in my family um, who... Used to, he was a guard at Guantanamo Bay, and he would go around with a little uh, um, Mohammed bobblehead, and and he would rattle it at the prisoners in their thing. He'd be like ah, ah, ah and shake this little bobblehead Mohammed at these uh, at these people in Guantanamo Bay. That's probably a uh, some kind of human rights violation. <laughs> I would say that's got to be a. I mean, they were already breaking the Geneva Convention over there. That's like. That's small potatoes. That's like uh Well listen, if they they you know what this is just in, they've respected her uh religion and now since she's classified as a Sonic the Hedgehog Pikachu mashup, she's there's now a fight, an intellectual property fight for her custody and ownership. Cause if she technically really is what she identifies with we don't know if she's owned by Sega or if she's owned by Nintendo. Right. That's a good point. And maybe and, maybe she'll be in the next Smash Brothers game. Oh, you know, <laughs> I think they already have that. I'm pretty sure they've already modded her in. Somebody um, said that maybe they'll bring her toys as a part of her religion. All right, this is this is getting silly. Who gives well, a fuck? Because well, hold on. It, it's all moot now. Thing. Yeah, I, this has just come in over the wires. Apparently, Chris Chan has died of a suicide in the Henrico County Jail. Alleged suicide. I think some of the fans are saying she's been Epsteined. Uh, they found her dead, or they claim to have found her dead. Right. I'm reading yeah. here. Yeah, fans mourn the loss of Christine Weston Chandler. Is that what you're reading? That's what I'm reading. Um, I'm going to put the link up in, in chat. So, so our listeners can can read along with us. Let me make you a king. There we go. I think I might have to make you a king. I, I put. I, I don't know if that posted or not. I'm I'm blocking you from the chat, so you can't post. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, don't know how to. I actually don't know how to make you a king. I think I do it over well, here. They can. I think our listeners can find it on. Yeah, you can find your way Monica to. Uh, you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Follow our Twitter. You'll see this second. Post it again. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. There we go. This is so, this is tragic. It's come to a tragic close. Um, let's read it out since. Internet sensation Chris Chan found dead in Henrico County jail cell after apparent suicide. Um, you wanna you wanna start it? Fans mourn the loss of Christine Weston Chandler, aka Chris Chan, after she was found dead in a Henrico County jail cell from an apparent suicide. We need a laugh Chris, track. Chris Chan was misgendered and placed in the male section of the jail by the prison staff. Jesus Christ. This is what happens. Christian rose to fame after creating Sonichu, character which is a combination of video game icons, Pikachu and Sonic. Fans held a vigil outside of Christian's residence in Quickville. What's that mean? That's um Christian's uh fictional name for wherever Christian lives at the moment. It reminds me of consensual non-consensual Bill, I I don't know what that is a reference to. Is this incest porn killing people now? I guess so. This is what happens when when incest porn goes mainstream. This is a this is a goddamn. This is <laughs> here's uh, Frederica Dumont. What? She, yeah, she said uh-huh. I'm a hundred percent on this. They Epsteined. CPU Blue Heart Sonichu, Chris Chan, to prevent the dimensional merge. Oh, there was going to be a merge. It was almost it's here. Already... Yeah. But now the Herald has been assassinated. We mourn not only for CPU Blue Heart, but for the failure of the dimensional merger. Chris Chan will live on on the other side, inside of Sonichu's immortal body. So there is a kind of. Yeah. Um, There's closure there. You could say it's a, a silver lining. I would say it's a it's a silver lining, and I would sell it. Followers of Christian considered the former body of Christian to be inhabited by a feminine <laughs> manifestation of Sonichu, known as CPU Blue Heart. Not very effeminate, but effeminate. The, hey, come on. The arrival of CPU Blue Heart was only the first step in the merger of fiction and reality, which will purge all evil out of this world. This is a fucking crazy story. Sonichu just doesn't understand this reality. She's gone mad with power after entering into the body of such a famous person. And what happened with Barb? <laughs> it was a misunderstanding, DeMont said. You try living inside of this dimension yeah. following its norms after you spend a millennia as the icon of a wish fulfillment fantasy world. I think Barb had it coming. I think Jesus it must Christ. have been it must have Jesus. been in the prophecy. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. It's got to be dude, it's got to be written somewhere in the literature. It's it it's become canon. This is uh this is the story. We have just witnessed basically Jesus fucking going off into heaven and all you guys want to talk about is like, "Oh, you know, raped his mom." There's a whole religion, religious moment here. I think it will be probably remembered for thousands of years. 
And, you know, sometimes to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. And uh, this is a glorious new dawn. Yeah, just when we thought, just when we thought we were done with the Chris Chan story, that had to drop. Uh, I I don't think I have much more to say on this. It's it's really fucking uh, grim and uh, wearing on me this point after all these days just hear about it every day just chant that uh well thank god it's over <laughs> we can all move on now yeah so it's done just quit it it's done it's like it's like trevor moore we can fucking get over it you guys just learned about it why are you in the chat room all grieving get over it chris chan is dead he he raped his mom and and died in jail. What happened? How did he? How did, was there marks on the neck or anything to suggest like Christian hanged himself or or fucked himself really, to death? It's a matter of uh, contention right now, I think, and really they're not saying much. But um, Jeffrey you know, Dahmer, you know what happened to him? No, I don't. He was he was he was broom handle raped to death. I'll be got, I'll be damned. Yeah, these guys don't get it get it very good. Maybe Vixen can tell us more about that later. You want to uh, you want to play? Do you remember that old uh, Terramax uh, fucking Liebel Droker product? It was uh, it was, but they made it out of the the aborted fetuses of of like kids in China because of the one child policy. They shipped oh, it over to North dust. Korea. The baby dust pills. Do you remember that shit? Yeah, I think I still... I got a bottle of that I forgot about in my medicine cabinet. Well, it turns out it was made of babies. You don't say. Um, yeah, it, it's trending on Twitter now. The stuff... Because they don't make it anymore. Dr. Troubadour was, like, in trouble. It was one of those times he disappeared. And um, it, it's supposed to be, like, worth more than gold now. Can you Can you go look at the date on yours and see if it's still in date? That uh, Kilgore is is going to his medicine cabinet, or the barrel hanging from an old Saint Bernard, and uh, he's he's checking out his baby dust. Do you still have that shit? He'll be back in a minute. Billy and I used to hang out with this fucking. Uh... This is what no pussy does to a motherfucker in the chat. That's funny. That is really funny. Uh, but uh. Who's really laughing when when Bill's got this bottle of rare baby dust? I don't have any baby dust. They made that shit out of uh, out of fetuses, aborted fetuses, <sighs> to get people hard, and and <laughs> you you lost it. Yeah, you could say that. Did you use it all? It's gone. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> that was about the time. That uh, that we connected with Tyler Bass and something that um, here's a here's a great point that uh, Kilgore has made to me and and that I, I think about a lot now is that uh, of the people on Twitter that we were talking about earlier that would like to hurt us and bring harm upon us they like to uh, try to attack us by our associations oh you hang out on Fnet or you hang out in these channels or you know these people or these motherfuckers follow you 
they try so hard to kill us with these associations when really the the most obvious one a, a former writer of chronicle.su uh, went on to be this like weird racist propagandist guy he's like an outspoken dude too yeah so many times the haters will be like you know so and so who knows we've who in and therefore you're a nazi and it's like okay well fine i mean i don't it's not true but you you go ahead and believe that stuff but um uh, this Tyler Bass guy. Um, I Tyler Bass was I mean, first of all. He was my fault. I take. Uh, I mean, yeah, you were the f- friends with him yeah. in college or something, and uh, or maybe from a job at the news service. Yeah, I don't remember. We met each other in the news business. Yeah, but um, anyway, I'm. I mean, before he seemed. He, I mean, when I knew him, his politics weren't nazi they were not no he was a liberal guy and uh you know but then one time he came to a camp out and just was kind of a drunk asshole he invited himself too by the way helped himself to the coffee and 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 trashed the coffee as he was and and pissed in and it's it wasn't we were at like it wasn't his tent. Of, he insisted on using of, this guy's tent. It was a friend of ours brother's cabin. And he was helping himself to stuff that the brother didn't even have, you know, it wasn't even his to give out to begin with. And um he was pissing in his tent, that guy's tent too. Yeah. And <laughs> and at insisted that point, on it. Was, it. At that point it was like, well, we thought this guy was cool but you know sometimes when you hang out with someone on the internet and then you meet them in real life they they aren't quite the same you know i i don't know what i don't know what to say but he colossally uh ruined the camping trip for me being from out of town all you guys could kind of do that next weekend that was my one shot at it and that yeah. fucker ruined it and that caused me to reassess our whole uh, relationship with him. And then when I got back home uh, that day, I knew I had to fire him. And the whole way we were driving back, I was like, I got to fucking let this guy go. And and he's being so, irritating. And he's like, well, hey, man, if I miss my bus, I'll just stay at your house. And I floored it in that truck. Dude, I had that truck going as fast as it could go over those cobblestone streets. <laughs> the bus was pulling out as I pulled in. And, oh my god, dude! And I and he goes, "There's my bus, but it's pulling away." I said, "You get your bag in your lap and you clutch that fucking ticket." And I cut the bus off so they could <laughs> so they could not drive without accepting Tyler on the oh, bus. Jesus fucking Christ! And okay, so that, that's how that went. And five years later, I'm looking, I'm reading some article about this Clearview, some kind of horrible right wing AI where what where and i see his name pop up and he's he's out there um taking pictures of people to try to train an ai to find illegal immigrants or to find fucking (laughs) oh my god find fucking left-wing people and like identify them just doing man on the street man some some kind of face some kind of nazi face recognition ai software like fucking satanic type of evil shit and and you guys and don't like, associate us with him having 
eating like have going to parties where they have swastika cookies with his <laughs> with his hateful friends. <laughs> Ain't it funny, oh, man? It's it's the shape of a swastika. Remember the swastika? It's um, a cookie now. But yeah, to all the people out there who wanna wanna smear us with our associations, there you go. Like we give a fuck. Yeah. This guy this guy is nasty. Try Stay harder. Away from him. <laughs> you know what? We just connected him to everybody that listens to us, but they're on the fence about us because you know why. They're like, oh, Tyler Bass. That's our man. And so <laughs> there they go. Tyler's yeah, just got a bunch yeah. of new readers and friends. <laughs> yeah, he's who you want to be if you're fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. He'll listen to you, and, and but he will also out-talk you. Uh, you know, I've, that's a big red flag I've noticed with, with people, any kind of person. If you... If you Someone is um, just dominating. Yeah, the rap jack. You don't want to. You don't want to. No, you really don't, dude. And it's it. What can be really interesting with those people is uh, you can put them to an immediate shit test by not upholding your half of the conversation or your one percent of the conversation or whatever it is. If you just kind of like stonewall them a little bit and just kind of act uninterested. It will make them uncomfortable because they're not getting the normal reaction. That can be fun. But for the most part, fuck them. You're fucking with them because they suck. Fuck them! Yeah, I think so. That's true. It is a big red flag. They, they want to dominate. I don't really use strategies on people like strategies. that. Strategies? <laughs> fuck with them. No. No. I mean, I maybe I will. Maybe I would do that if it just came to me in the moment, but... Yeah, it, no, it usually would just come in the moment, yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't... It just came to me in the moment to pretend, like, me and Cassandra Fairbanks knew each other when I met her. And she was Jesus like, oh, Christ. okay. Yeah, hey, good to see you, too. Yeah. Wait, you met you met Cassandra Fairbanks? Yeah, at, like, an and, NSA thing. And you like fucking... A, a protest. And you told her that... <laughs> this was, I think, before she was even a Bernie bro. Oh, and before the burn, she went burning or bust and busted hard on yeah. Trump. Right. It's, I think now, now she, I checked her count the other day and she was a, um, one of these people who's anti vegan, anti PETA, and is high, high grounding them. Like, yeah, they're the ones really hurting animals by not eating them and by protecting them. Yeah, she's brilliant. She just keeps, picking losers but that seems to be the way to get ahead in that world especially when you're proto-politics you like pretending to be a journalist but you're really politics you want to know what's really sad and it even works in comedy it even works to get ahead in comedy to be a right-wing fucking asshole yeah there are there are there are comedians who are what they do is they just find something that everybody is every white person or guy or whatever is but heard about oh this woke politics is hurting my feelings and they'll go make a video about a, a comment a so-called comedy video and if if you were to read it straight their material it would just be a tucker carlson fucking and i'm specifically talking about um wubby pay money wubby. Wubby. yeah he's a streamer, streamer that was on streamer the edge and youtuber just just the that kind of fucking um uh what does he do he's just just defending 
and, and you know what Wubby means is a security blanket, and that's essentially <laughs> what he's doing is is being a security that's, blanket. That's pretty funny for people that uh, that need somebody to say what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that'll get you a big audience real quick. You'll go viral. Tell me my hateful views are okay, Daddy. They're fine. In fact, here's a funny way to feel about you're, it. You're the less hateful one. <laughs> We wink, should, uh, wink. yeah. It's like, guess what? We're all racist now because we're doing the okay hand signal. And then you think, you know, it's like, they're, they're like, you think this is racist? And then they just make it and just like, there's, you know, they're enjoying it. And that's something Cassandra Fairbanks does too. They, they, they're like, oh, you, this generic dog whistle, you think it's racist? Well, hmm, let me just show it. Let me just flash it around for you and tell you how not racist I am. That's smart. Yeah. Well, it does get them money, but doesn't get you me. doesn't get you very laid though. I mean, actually, it does. You think so? Once you once you get rich and popular, I mean, that's that's uh, enough for most yeah. people. That's a different kind of girl, though. That's well, that's not a loving, warm body. That's like a, a reptilian kind of. Uh, I mean, you can... fucking. <laughs> Uh, girls want to see like a loving person you know even if it's just a, a quick thing or it's a one week thing or whatever there needs to be love and warmth to it like who is really enjoying the uh the edgelord um fucking uh narcissistic shit actually yeah that that's a big topic on twitter this week was tim pool's problems with dating what is it? He he keeps uh, fucking iguanas and stuff? I mean, just everything you just said, yeah. Let's take a break, and uh, when we come back, let's let's bring on uh, Vixie. You want to? Yeah, I'm down. Is there yeah. is there anything we missed before we uh, before we go to break? Um, not unless you want to talk about Trevor Moore. I don't know who no, he I don't is. Want... Well, he I was the whitest kid you know guy. He died last night. He he did his last show last night and then died from some freak accident. He's a funny dude. Uh, we played some of his music earlier, and um, hopefully nobody knows that, and he doesn't send his lawyers after us. His, his family's right, got a lot on their plate right now. We got some Fs in chat for whoever that guy is. I never watched his show. Don't know who he is. My heart's broken. It goes <laughs> out to him. That's the dude. That's the way I feel about all these uh, dumb fucks that are dying from the the coronavirus <laughs> that don't believe in it. I'm like, good, you know. Oh, did he die of corona? No, no, it was an accident of some kind. <laughs> but I don't know him. I don't. I don't give a shit. And, but it seems like they were clogging up the interstates and uh, not contributing in any meaningful way. Especially if they don't believe in fucking science. Who really gives a shit? I'm sorry that your uncle Pappy Slappy died, but fuck it. You guys should should know better. Everybody's like giving you the information you need. Fucking use it. I got no sympathy for these people dying. Trevor Moore, yeah, fuck neither. you. And I hope your family suffers. And Jesus and Christ. I hope your your little girl hears this because oh she's searching God. everything that had you in it. Well, fuck you. <laughs> On that note, I think it's a great point to take a break. Um yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Let's take a let's take a heavy break so I can take a big heavy kind of horse piss in the next room, and uh, and we'll be right back after this message from uh, from our sponsor, Liebel Droker. Hey, 
cocaine and starting up fights. But I'm living fast and hard and dying young with my goddamn loaded fist fury. Doing what I do and I'm spitting in your face cause I'm dominating you. Living hard and doing time and I don't give a fuck. And I've been beat down and thrown around and now you're out of luck and punch. Fight, fuck.
we don't need their sperm. Oh, we just need. Oh, whose sperm then? If not this crowd, which has been gathered outside your office park since seven o'clock this morning, what kind of a what kind of a sperm drive is this? Well, someone should have told you. Look, see this cup. Since two days, I've loaded three pallets, each stacked nine trays deep. Each tray containing twenty-seven of these little cups. I filled them all personally, myself. So this so, is this is yeah yeah. 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 Marathon coming. Okay. Baby, this is a goddamn marathon, you feel me? Marathon coming. You tell them folks to go someplace else if they want to get their dicks wet. This is a medical office. This is a place where medical science is being conducted. Fair enough. And what is the intake encouragement program you wanted me to ask about? I'm so glad you asked. We are, that is... I am offering free loads to females who wish to become a tired single mother and are willing to meet me here alone, by herself. Make sure you weren't followed. Okay. I think that's enough. Thank you, sir, as usual, for every little fucking thing you do here. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Angstrom Troubadour. Good luck inseminating all of Georgia. I'm Dr. T. I'm gonna be... Coming in your pussy hole. I'm Dr. T. I'm gonna be coming in your pussy hole. Restless people, restless people from the sick city. Burnt their homes down, burnt their homes the sky look pretty what can i do what can you do i'm just a person i'm just a person this is the line that we always seem to hear you just sit things get worse and get worse watch tv and drink your beer walking all alone not going anywhere Walking all alone, nobody seemed to care. Restless as the wind, this town is killing me. Gotta put an end to this restless misery. I'm just one of those restless people can never seem to be satisfied with living. Listen to Radio Hate by Chronicle.seo. This is uh, that was Charles Manson. This is hate sack. I'm not a serial killer. I think uh, I think Chris Chan might be worse than Manson, but they're both dead, so I guess it's neither here nor there. It was Vixen able to get her audio stuff fixed. Oh, Kilgore went back in there. He's helping her out. So she's she's going to join us in a moment. Oh, hey man, um, didn't mean to talk over you. What's up? Did you get her straightened out? 
Yeah, yeah. It's all straightened out. Oh, okay, cool. So uh, her mic is working and everything's good? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can bring her on. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's bring her on. Hey, Vixen, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, welcome to Hate Radio. You're on, you're on the Hate Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, thanks I'm for... excited to be here. It was it was such last minute that we didn't have a chance really to get your audio uh, situation straightened out. I appreciate you doing the show on such short notice. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's cool to have. Uh, you. Sometimes things are uh, more interesting when you don't have time to plan. Yeah, I kind of like it that way. I like it to be a little off the cuff, just kind of coming at me, and it's like the Matrix, and I'm dodging bullets. Yeah, that that's how that works. Um, well, that is a love it. That's a gainy mic you're you're using there. What do you record the podcast with? Um, I have a Yeti that I use. Yeah. Uh, you have and a, like Bigfoot? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's really awesome. You should get one. Bill they're has cute. Uh, they're cuddly. Bill has a Sasquatch. No, I use an SM57. I seen. I was watching a. Um, uh, Lou Reed concert and he was singing in one and it's it's good enough for him. I, I'll use it fine. Do you like Lou Reed? Yeah, sure. No, uh, Vixie. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I don't honestly, I don't really know much of his stuff, but I heard of him. I'm sure I'm sure he's great. What are, what are some of your favorite bands? Um, you know, I'm kind of a 90s girl. I'm stuck in the 90s. I like uh, like grungy alternatives, so like Nirvana. Oh, yeah, I and, love Nirvana. Uh, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, how, about the, although, how about the Lost Prophets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've like actually been listening to a lot of uh, hip hop lately. Um, yeah, me too. I like a, a variety, though. I mean, I like a little bit of it all. I I don't really care for country, but I'll listen to almost anything. What? Uh, okay, well, I'm going to ask you two opinions. First of all, uh, what did you think of the country music that we played on the show earlier? I see that that stuff. I can I can get down with. It's the modern yeah. country that is not really country. I like but the old, old time. stuff. Yeah, old time yeah, music for sure. Yeah, Hank yep. didn't do it that way. No, <laughs> with the rhinestone suits. Uh, uh, but the, what I really want to ask you is what, how do you feel about people playing, uh, whether it's ironic or not ironic, Charles Manson's music? Um, that's what we were hmm. just playing, by the way. I, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm conflicted because he is such a terrible person, but. Do you think he was worse than Christian? Um, yeah, 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 I do. I, I think that's <laughs> that's pretty hands down, kind of. Yeah, easy. yeah. I mean, he didn't technically kill anyone, or like. As far as we know. As far as we know. Um. However, yeah, it was. He's he's pretty bad. He's a bad guy. So yeah. you're conflicted. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Uh, it's I it's don't... the same question as with Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson. Was yeah. he funny? Was that good music of Michael Jackson? In both cases, you kind of have to be like, yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, but, I mean, but, Michael but... Jackson was great. Yeah, I just bought Thriller. But... 
but I don't know once it gets into the territory of like uh how fucked up a person is uh is it okay to support that uh I don't know a prolific rapist to... like Bill Cosby and because he's funny and you're supposed to be able to kind of relate to him a little bit like their whole job is to kind of like put you at ease and when you know he's a prolific rapist he's America's most prolific rapist it makes it hard for me to enjoy the the jokes right but yeah. with charles manson's music it's almost because it was used to control women's minds oh. on acid <laughs> that i kind of enjoy it that's, that's i mean we all have our opinions we all have a right to that so you do you that's dark. it's dark I, it is yeah it's dark yeah when you uh when you started your your true crime podcast, if I may call it that, mm -hmm. were you hoping to explore those kinds of uh feelings that people have about these uh like party monster? It's it's glamorized, but he fucking dismembered people at the end. Right. Yeah. Um I mean you're gonna get that with a lot of the uh well-known talked about murders um and i enjoy hearing other people's perspectives because sometimes even though it may not be in line with uh with what i think uh sometimes you can learn something new or uh i don't know pick up on something that you didn't in the past and um I don't know. I, I just think it's interesting to to like hear all of the different sides, the theories that people come up with. And uh, yeah, um, they're definitely glamorized, like Party Monster for sure is glamorized. I mean, he was a he wasn't even a, a great person. He wasn't even a nice person. He was manipulative. But people, yeah, but people looked up to him and they wanted to be him even though he was kind of a shitty person for our viewers. Um, and for mm -hmm. me who don't know who party monster is, can you, can you tell, yeah, tell so me who Michael, party monster is? Yeah. Michael Alec was his name is his name. He's still alive. Oh, uh, uh, and, let me jump in Vixie. And the movie yeah. about him was played by one of Michael Jackson's uh, supposed victims. <laughs> yes, Macaulay Culkin. yes, it was. Yep. Yeah. And Macaulay Culkin played him tremendously. Like he was, to a T, like awesome. He portrayed him very well. If you look at YouTube videos of Michael Allard, like he's Macaulay Culkin did it perfectly. Um, so back in the nineties, he was this music promoter who threw parties in New York City and his following, they were called the uh kids club, and they dressed up uh in crazy outfits um just sometimes it looks like they just threw random shit like candles on their heads and like chicken mascot outfits uh but he killed one of his uh i guess his he was he was kind of a fan of michael but he worked for him he that's where michael got all his drugs and he killed michael him jackson he just, oh my god <laughs> He so, killed him and he dismembered him and threw him in uh, the Hudson River. And um, yeah, he was arrested and charged and served time. And now he's out. 
but yeah, that's a little background on him. He did his time. He did his time. Yeah. Why? Why was he wasn't a serial killer? This was a. He was not. What kind of a what kind of a kill was it? (laughs) It was just it was a drug induced kill, basically. Oh, that's pretty Uh, dark. They were. He was Michael was heavily into heroin and cocaine, and he was this guy Angel melendez i think his last name was melendez angel anyways he was his drug dealer and michael liked to take his drugs and not pay him for it and they had a confrontation because angel wanted his money and michael bludgeoned him basically and then poured like clorox uh or like um drano some chemical shit down his throat, duct taped his mouth. Wow. Yeah. How does the duct tape stick to the mouth with with all that liquid around the lips? He must have used a lot. I don't know. He went around and around. (laughs) Around and around, yep. Uh, It's pretty fucked up. To this day, he still claims that it was self-defense, that Angel was, they were in a heated argument and Angel came towards him and, but... How do you explain he left him in the bathtub for like four days before he dismembered him? Like, how do you how do you claim self-defense on something like that? But he was thinking about it for a while, too. Yeah. Like, I better cut up that body. God damn it. I just <laughs> want to fuck around today. Yeah. Yeah. So that is I think that's episode three that I did. Three or four. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys want the whole story, it's there either check out and listen to i i listened to it already how many episodes have you done um i've done eight i just released my eighth episode tonight actually oh congratulations so, on your eighth thank you. show anniversary <laughs> yes yeah, you having any any celebratory drinks tonight i did have a couple margaritas earlier oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you mix not them with really, anything so, uh, no I should have. You're not I mean, a party monster just, yourself. I I'm not so much anymore. I I try sometimes, but you know, it just doesn't happen. Eight of you guys have both published today, and here I am like a fucking piece of shit, done nothing. <laughs> well, you're doing something now. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, I'll do it the show. It counts. Yeah. Did you did you find a co-host yet? Have you settled on this person? Uh, so my idea was to have like guest co-hosts of every episode that hasn't worked out. I've only had one co-host. Um, the first episode I had a co-host. Um, so Did you fire I him? just, no, <laughs> no. Um, she, she was great. She's great, but we're busy and I wanted to make sure that I kind of kept things on a schedule. like. It's hard to depend on other people sometimes. Your schedules don't line up. Um, so until I get someone else who their schedule lines up with mine, I just decided to do solo episodes and release them. And And if someone wants to come on, um, we can figure it out. And I don't need someone to be with me every single episode, although it would be nice because I, it's really hard to talk to myself and I try to be funny and like make jokes, but it's 
a lot easier when there's someone else to reciprocate. Do you write the whole script ahead of time? So I write an outline of basically the murders. Uh, I want to make sure I get details right. Um, And so I write an outline and then everything else is like the jokes and everything are just kind of like, as I go, as they come to me. So what I do is I usually drink wine usually. And then I talk about the story. Uh, and then I see if I can finish recording the episode before I'm sloppy drunk. Oh, so it's is... like a, it's like a wine and murders type. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Of... And I wanted to name it wine and crime, but oh, that there's, rhymes, already a pod- yeah. there's already a podcast oh. named that. Yeah. So I was bummed. Um, so sometimes I get a little carried away with maybe getting a little drunk. But it's fun and it makes things interesting, so I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, yeah, there was already a hate radio too when we went to start ours, and um, I went and listened to them, and I was like, yeah, these guys fucking suck. They're terrible. We're taking it. <laughs> like it's yeah, we didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I shouldn't care, but I just wanted to be a little more original, I guess. Right. Yeah. Hate and, radio and the name and wine and crime is way different. We haven't even touched on your the name of your podcast yet. Just so yes. listeners know, you can you can plug yes. it now. It's wine. Yeah, and crime. so <laughs> it's called Of Monsters and Crime. And I'm who knows, maybe down the line I'll change it um to pizza and crime. I don't know. Or you could uh eat, you eat could grow into and... it and by the end of each episode you're so drunk that you become a monster. <laughs> yeah. I I could, you know. That's how we run our show, by the way. <laughs> the drugs just keep coming into our bodies even after the, the show begins. There's been a couple times where I'm editing and I'm like, man, I should not have drank so much because I'm sloppy drunk. I'm slurring my words. Like, I keep fucking up words. There's been a couple episodes where I did not edit any of that stuff out. I think maybe episode six or seven. I didn't epi- I didn't edit anything out. Uh, so there's a lot of mistakes. And well, you're really selling our audience. On the podcast <laughs> there's, right now. there's mistakes, and I didn't edit it out, and uh, I'm I'm drunk. I just raw dogged it, and it was awesome. Oh, that's selling it. <laughs> that's my kind of show. Now yeah, you're. It's fun. You're talking my language and also that of the audience, I believe. That's what they need to hear. This is a raw dog type of uh, podcast. That's right. Yep. And you, you're you going to uh, soon be raw dogging it with a co-host, and that's going to yeah. be hot. That, that'll that be really hot. Yeah. Somebody that'll in the chat room, G-Trip, says, um, Michael isn't alive anymore. He died last year of an overdose. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. A drug-induced hmm. overdose. <laughs> at least, at least he didn't kill someone else this time. Yeah, yeah. Huh? He could have. Though. No, that's how he went that. down that road. Now, speaking of true crime, there's a very popular YouTube channel, um, JCS, uh, where they analyze um, the interrogations of often murderers, but sometimes other criminals. I and think I've seen parts you, uh, of that. It's it's very popular, mm-hmm. and um, it's one of the 
few true crimes I, I watch. I've also watched, um, of course, Forensic Files. I think that's mm. a that's a that's classic. A yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody's seen that show. It's probably got. I think they've they've covered pretty much every everybody's hometown at least once or twice. I feel like uh, Forensic Files is like the gateway drug to. Oh, really? True crime. It's like I feel like if you're really into true crime, like you started at Forensic Files. Now, where if Forensic Files is your marijuana joint, what what's <laughs> Where where do you end up with once you're a hardcore heroin addict shooting? Oh god, eight balls shooting it into your um, toes and stuff. <laughs> where's the end? Where's the end game here? I I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I don't know if there is you're an supposed end game. To, you <laughs> might you might have been supposed to say my podcast, but oh yeah. Um, he was setting Maybe you up, not. but I don't. I don't want it to. I don't <laughs> want my podcast to be like the end game, though. Like I don't. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. You're doing it for love of the game right now. You're, in, it's the only reason to do it. Like we, uh, we sort of ironically memed this show into existence just by sheer tyranny of will, doing it, doing it, doing it because we loved it. And it was like, and look yeah. at us now. It still only costs money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's, later. I love doing it. Um, uh, let's I do a. I, I saw an interesting headline today, a true crime headline. Okay. A mother and her lover have been jailed after killing their daughter who interrupted sex. Oh, wow. That is. Um, hmm. That's really sad, uh, obviously. Yeah, but we don't, we don't know them. Yeah. Well, I know, but when. I don't. How old was this? child that they killed first uh, of all i it if it, it was a child say, child yeah that pulls at my heartstrings and know? maybe maybe she sat too close to the television <laughs> um but for interrupting sex that's uh it's hardcore their attorney is they must have been really going at right, it right yeah and like they must have aggressive angry sex anyway and it was like he, he already they already had that energy going so um, she came in and, you know, it's like when, when your only tool is a cock hammer, everything <laughs> looks like a nail. Their return- oh. <laughs> oh my God, dude, oh, what a sick fucking show this is. <laughs> anyway, their attorney is begging mercy on the two and asked the judge to consider that it could have been much worse and to consider what might've happened if the little girl had instead interrupted something the couple enjoyed. Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> what a punchline. Good God. You set us up for that one. How is going? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what oh, we watch my. for. That's what we that's what all our listeners are here for. Let's see if we got any more crime headlines. Uh oh, um, yeah, yesterday marks the 30th anniversary of the World Wide Web's first usage of Tim Berners-Lee's failed attempt to get pussy from an e-girl. There were no, huh. there were no e-girls at the time. He was the first one. Well, girls aren't on the internet. There's no girls on the internet. Oh no! Here's a real crime story, though. Uh, Apple is going to start scanning user photos for images. Did you see this? Yes. Containing 
they're looking for evidence of brand disloyalty. Yeah, yeah, I I've heard about that. Um, good luck with that. Now, from what I understand, uh, the I was I read a story one time about this detective that went into a, a like a college lab, like where you know where they they program cryptographic shit and they know about hashes and all this stuff and and he was looking for a way to without having to like have these child abuse images is there is there not some other way where you can assign them like a barcode or in this case a hash and then check that against the database of hashes rather than having to hold up the two fucking pictures side by side and be like yep <laughs> and and so they developed for him this program uh so that like his detectives won't be traumatized while they're doing this work or or will be less yeah. traumatized anyway. And so yeah, like and they would that check happens. that against the hashes. So it looks like that's what Apple's doing, but it's still fucking weird, right? There's something yeah. weird about it. What do you think? What's weird about it? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> what's weird about it. I, it is odd. Uh, to think that Apple might be ready to like turn over your camera roll, whatever it might be, to authorities, like as part of their structure, like that's in their business yeah. model now. Mm -hmm. So wasn't it like leaked by someone? It, it's not happening for a couple years, or am I wrong in that? I don't remember. I, I haven't read too much into it, but I've seen it being talked about today I well i know that they're waiting for the the screeching minority <laughs> to stop which i i think that we're see i'm moving down to tennessee and i thought that they were already dragging him behind a truck the screeching minority i'm sorry this is fucking stupid <laughs> but uh Aww. yeah they're they're waiting they're yeah they're gonna quietly implement it later this is just the big announcement hmm. it's weird yeah. And I, I saw in the comments of the Reddit article, people were saying like, uh, like, oh, well, I was going to buy Apple this year, but I guess I'm sticking with Android. Really? Were Android you? Does, do they, don't they probably do the same thing? It's Google. So I would just assume that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Like as a matter I mean, of, yeah, as a matter of course, like, yeah, of course they would. It was probably their idea. Yeah, I mean, I have I have Apple products, and I mean, whatever. It's I I'm not gonna change because of that. It I feel like it's happening anyways everywhere. How do you feel about uh, like what if you were taking sexy pictures with your significant other, and you guys mm -hmm. are fucking and sucking and getting all kinds of like flash photography? Your skin is all pale and gross because the lighting is wrong, and you just look awful, like pissing on each other or whatever you're doing. Um, and they have these images too. Is that is that fair? Um, is that like a fair trade off? No, I don't. I don't think so at all. But what can I do about it? What can we do about it? We should be able to do something about it. But what can we do? I think uh, use a regular camera, right? And and not well, a not a phone camera. I suppose, but that, that you'd probably get a lot better. Work. Probably get better white balance. Yeah, 
Get a cool picks. <laughs> Just get a Polaroid. Yeah, those look hot. Polaroid pictures. Nice warm shots. That thing yeah, just get... whining out. ka yeah, The pictures like are hitting instance. you on the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I think. Just bring back the Polaroid cameras. What is your uh what's been your favorite episode of the show so far that the uh of the eight you did? Um so <sighs> I think probably my last episode, which was on Ed Gein and he's it's, it's really fucked up and really dark, but it was so fascinating because it's so fucked up. Um, he was really a messed up dude. Are you guys familiar? Not really. I, I never really read about him. Okay. Yeah, tell so us about him. He, uh, he killed, his um his brother but he when his mother died he kept he went to graveyards and basically like dug up people who matched uh around his mother's age when she died and he took parts of their bodies like uh their skin he had so he had a bunch of shit around his house he had like um skin covering like the seats of his chairs he had like vulvas kept in boxes like nine vulvas he was basically he was trying to build a women's suit because he wanted to be inside of his mother's body oh that's cool like chris chan <laughs> exactly um he made Jesus. a belt the <laughs> A famous, famous belt, a nipple belt. So he cut off their nipples and he made a belt. A nipple belt. Them. How many yes. nipples do you need to make a nipple belt? That's a good question. So he was like a um, cra- he was like a crafts person who who didn't instead of going down to the AC Moore or the Michaels, he he went down to the graveyard for all his supplies, huh? For all of his arts and craft needs. Yep. Um, but he was raised really. Uh, like secluded like he um he wasn't allowed to have friends he they they had no electricity he grew up with no electricity so um that's weird his mom was super like every night they had bible hour where she would she would teach them that women are whores and um and beat them with a bible yeah yeah i mean so he grew up thinking that women were bad and he, he was just fucked up. It fucked him up from childhood. Um, so you think yeah. his, his mother is to blame? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say she's she's partly to blame for that. Imagine you're teaching some kid about Jesus. It just you find out that he's going to grow up to wear a nipple belt of human <laughs> nipples. This is what you're doing to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. She might have agreed with it. She she was pretty anti-woman herself. Mm. It's weird when you meet women who are anti-women. Yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. weird. Women are whores. But like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so women. what? Well, there is that element in the Bible. I mean, if you're reading it in a certain way, mm-hmm. where uh, you know that story of Adam and Eve, Eve was yeah. not Eve was not the the good one. Right. Yep. She she ate the forbidden fruit. Then again, 
the, we're supposed to be over that. The theology of the Middle Ages taught us that um, Jesus's mama, Mary, uh, redeemed women and canceled out all of Eve's sins. So I think well, she, just needed, she just needed old, a better teacher. Good old think. Augusta Gein was not privy to that information. Yeah, she was she, she was <laughs> centuries behind the time yeah. in her theology. Yeah. How yeah. Uh, how many people did that guy kill? Ed um, Gein. I think Ed Gein. He um is, is that who you guys were talking about just now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um like dozens? So he, he would have to kill so many people. He, well, he definitely killed his brother, but you know I did this a few weeks ago and I should know, but I don't think he actually killed. No, he did. He did. He killed uh, one of the local like bartenders. She owned a bar. Did she have and... a lot of nipples like a, like a dog? <laughs> I think she only had two, but it, it was not. It, they, I can't be certain of that. They didn't talk about her nipples, but he like uh, decapitated her. And then he, like hung her upside down in like um well like a deer kind of like she was a deer yeah exactly yep uh drained her and cut her open like down the middle and so he killed at least three people but that's only um, you need a lot more to make a nipple belt that's all i'm getting at well that's why he went to the cemeteries there was three cemeteries oh. in the area that he went to and he would go and talk to his mom and he would leave and he said like sometimes i just had this feeling that i couldn't leave without taking something so he would dig them up and take shit from them their nipples their nipples and their vulvas <laughs> right oh and the genitals yep yep he had nine do you think them. he fucked him like he was he making a pocket pussy oh, at home god damn, <laughs> god damn. uh I don't know. If you had, he, if you lined up nine vulvas, dude, you wouldn't even have to do anything extra. Like that would be enough <laughs> to make a pocket pussy. Yeah. Good lord. It would be. Uh, he kept them in a box, so I don't know. I don't know what he was doing with them, but he had faces. Like he had on one of his, um, on one of his, like his curtains the the blinds he had like a pair of lips like on the string to the blinds so i don't know just <laughs> skulls That's all funny. over it. he made he made like bowls out of them and he would kiss them goodbye yep yep <laughs> well he's the craftiest hero killer I've <laughs> he ever is. Heard of. Yeah. he's decorating his apartment with them yep. yep really it doesn't help if you're trying to not get caught though right i mean lord how do you get away with it for so long? I mean, never have any house guests, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he was so, he was such a loner. And after his mom died, he didn't have anyone because he killed his brother. And I think his, his dad abandoned him. So it was just him. Did he get his mom's his... nipples or any, anything off of her? Oh, fuck. Um, I don't know. It didn't say if he took anything from his mom, but I know the point of him making all this shit was he wanted to live inside a woman's body it's basically like silence of the lambs you know the uh oh is that based on him yeah yeah so it's oh, not based on him but the idea of the you know it the runs inspiration on yeah. It. yeah exactly uh -huh. 
I see. And same with Psycho. You know how? Oh, he really? That's mom. true. Mm-hmm. Billy, yep. how could you not hear Ed Gein's story and not feel inspired? <laughs> I I'm not much of a horror writer myself, except for Chronicle type of science fictional type of stuff. As far as the true crime goes, I'll be honest with you; it kind of wigs me out to watch it. And I I did watch all the um, what do you call it? The, the forensic files. I watched the JCS, but wh- when I'm done watching that stuff, I feel like pretty gross. I feel like yeah. I just went through it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, f- I feel like, you know, oh, yeah, I knew these kind of people are out there, but did I really want to know their MO all about them? It's kind of, it's, it gives me a, a really un- unsavory feeling, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, and I know that's appealing to some people. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I definitely have to decompress sometimes after watching this. Like, watching or listening, I have to take some time to, like, watch something else, turn on some cartoons or something to, like, yeah, kind some, of you don't clean put on, my palate. <laughs> you don't put on forensic files for a background noise when you're taking a nap. Right. Right. When it's on, you're yeah. watching it with your undivided attention. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, when Just I watch like our shit, listeners, <laughs> if they're at the edges <laughs> of their seats, like like my papa watching Fox News. Like it's just around the corner, guys. We are just getting waiting. to something. Yep. Fuck! Now I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, shit! What were we just talking about? Ed Gein, flashlight pussies, nipples, uh, belts. Well, hey, how about this? Um, while we're talking about crime, they're pushing across my desk right now uh, uh, a news update, and Sinclair has asked us to run it. It looks like uh, like our our in-house true criminal is, is up to no good. We'll take a short break and, and hear what Liebel Joker has to say, and uh, and we'll come right back. What the fuck could this be? This is a Chronicle.su breaking news update. I'm Laxmi Shang. Veteran attorney Sue Basco told the New York Times today that more than 10,000 women have joined a class action lawsuit against Liebel Droger Incorporated for fraudulently impregnating them with a single individual semen. That man's name? Disgraced Miami doctor Angstrom H. Troubadour. More at 11. Billy, they're looking for Dr. Troubadour. What He's- the f- did he come up with some kind of special uh, self-guided semen, and he's just impregnating all the women in town with these, with these flying, home uh, genetically engineered semen? Is that what's happening? They they I'm think just... that they're getting uh, like different people's sperm, and, it, and it's all just troubadours. And and uh, oh, he's yeah, not... his clinic. Yeah, he's got a clinic to to distribute it. I thought he had done some wild scientifical genetic engineering that allows single individual sperms to fly around and he's like, and man, seek women he's a resourceful guy but uh he's running that clinic by himself things are not good for troubadour he's not picking up his phone have you heard from him you know um he posted some really disturbing stuff on twitter but i didn't you know he just deleted it and i didn't think much of it yeah i don't what do you think, uh, Vixie, about about this? Uh, he's a source here at Chronicle.su, actually quite frequently. Uh, now the police are looking for him. He's been inseminating all these broads. That's that's like a true that's crime a, thing. 
It's like a serial yeah. raping. He's spreading his seed. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it I is mean, a serial something. Yeah. Because he's done it so serial. many times, it would seem. 10,000 women? 10,000 women. Wow. Imagine having that little, that many of yourself just out there. Just a fraudulent ass clinic, sperm clinic. Well, it's already been uh, raided, apparently, and they're going through his files now. Like, how does he pull that off for te- for that long? That there's ten thousand women who have have his baby. In your dude, dude that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know, and they're all single. Um. What's going on? Do you think uh, that there's ever been a, like a serial killer in history who it was his whole deal? Like I know Genghis Khan was like a prolific, such a rapist that like all of the world's population, like one percent, is him. <laughs> Literally him. Yeah. <laughs> you know he gets a bad rap. He gets a bad rap. I don't know about what he's done with his uh, women, but. Because of the fact that he was so scary to the Western sources, there is he's like exaggerated in his um, kind of terror tactics. And generally, the mode of spreading his empire was in the same way every other empire does by co opting the local elites, taking tribute. Through peaceful means. It hasn't really caught on, though. No kids are, like, afraid of Genghis Khan at night. No. Your parents don't say, hey, if you don't go to bed early, fucking Genghis Khan's going to come in here and rape all of us and burn the house down. In your uh, experience, yeah. Vixen, have you ever, have you seen any of these, uh, any in, in all your research, you must have encountered somebody that you feel is not getting enough attention. It's like a, like a lesser known killer. There's a lot. I mean, there's so many that I could probably do an episode once a week for the next five years. Just on people that we don't know. Just on people that we don't know. There's, um, as far as getting their name out there or giving them attention or whatever, like, uh, I hate to do that because, like, some of them, that's what they want. Right. But there's so many out there that I can't think of any off the top of my head that um, should be, for lack of better terms, more be. recognized. Right. <laughs> they, some of these serial killers are just scraping by. They don't have a publicist. Yeah. They don't have a podcast. Yeah. No. But you know what? I'll be their voice. I'll I'll get their story out there for them. What uh what what one are you most excited to do next in the future? Uh you know, I really like Ted Bundy's story even though he's so popular. It's just he's he was the last person that anybody that knew him expected to do this stuff and he was a savage. I mean, he was fucked up. Um, Is he the handsome Bundy. one? He's the handsome one. Yep. Everybody's like, oh, he's so cute. He's so oh, dashing. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. the one who, who did the big interview on the TV yeah. and said it was porn that forced him to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but there's some good ones out there, too, that are 
unsolved still like Jack the Ripper. He's he's an unsolved one. He's big in like the UK, like the Zodiac Killer. He's still um, hasn't been caught and he's a big one. Um, another one. I hate to say that I like him because I'm not I don't like him, but uh, BTK killer which is uh bind torture and kill he did that to his victims and he actually got caught because he sent like some kind of floppy disk or something into the like place and they traced it back to him because he was he needed a lesson in some uh opsec or something a floppy disk got him in trouble. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah, it was all traced back to him. Uh, so he he fucked that up. But yeah, there's a lot. Let's go to the phones because people are are giving us uh, suggestions in the chat. But I can't keep going back and forth with these cocksuckers. And and we'll see what they say. What do you think about my old dirty language in the in the filthy manner in which we run this show? I love it. Okay. Because you run a clean show. I do not. Oh, no. you don't? <laughs> no. I mean, you're drinking. Not at all. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm. There's fucks and shits. And I don't know if I've used the word cunt yet, but oh. that'll probably come up. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you missed an opportunity when talking about Ed Gein. I did. Yeah. Because he was playing with Damn them. It. He, had, he was. What do you have? Nine of them, you said? Nine? An old box I'm... of cunts. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah, oh I missed God. that one. A box of cunts. Yeah, that would have been good. You get you got to uh, you got to spice up your show with with a couple of uh, cunts and fucks and maybe use the n word in there. Yeah. No, 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 not that <laughs> word. No. Okay. Okay. I won't use that. But we, I'll definitely throw some cunts in there. We got open lines. Uh, we're in America. We're in New York. Call nine one seven six seven five four eight three six. Give us a call. We'll suck your dicks. We got Vixen on the line. This is Kilgore and, and Hate Sec doing Hate Radio. If for some reason you heard the first two hours and you're just now tuning in or you missed it or you were um, playing with your pee-pee and you're just joining us, that's what you're listening to. Let's do some headlines while we wait for people to, to call in. You want to hear headlines? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's pull them up. Blizzard, Blizzard Entertainment. Yeah, that's a good one. Blizzard Entertainment. <laughs> uh, DPS drew aggro from workers' rights groups after pallies failed to taunt their harassment victims. Oh, that I shouldn't have opened with such a bomb. Um, that was a good one. I like video games, man. Firefox has lost more than 46 million users in three years since they began disrespecting their homies. <laughs> oh, you don't have to give me fake laughs. <laughs> Amazon has reinstated mask requirements for all U.S. warehouse workers after seeing their frowning faces made everybody sad. Google has fired dozens of employees for exploiting user data after executives became nervous, stating, that's our job. NASA is recruiting for a year-long mission to Mars. This is exciting. They're doing a simulation first, I think, but whatever. Administrators say they are looking for candidates who don't have that wild, faraway look in their eyes. Do you remember that... that creepy doctor from contact which one um he was the guy that sabotaged the launch oh yeah yeah. he was a creep how did he ever get in there how do you just get a fucking creepy doctor into a nasa project 
Like people work their whole fucking lives for that space in that control tower. Like the- I don't know. See, I've seen the inside and they all look like fucking kids with tattoos and and mohawks nowadays. Yeah, but they're crushing it. Like they're they're doing science like, you know. Yeah, they're they can, doing it hardcore. Right. They're, 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 they're flying. They're like remotely controlling helicopters on Mars right now. Just like, yeah, this is dope. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're still getting high like they were back in the 60s and 70s? Um, they're probably microdosing LSD or um, whatever the kids do this day. Yeah, there's a lot of that going these on days. right now. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. microdosing is how they stay competitive. But that's my point. They they're willing to microdose to compete for these fucking jobs, and everybody knows what the job is, and like a million people want it. But somehow this fucking doctor squeezed himself in right yeah, up. Yeah, you, you know that's that's fiction for you. They got to put in a fucking. Carl Sagan to, wrote to, this. Yeah, they got you. Got to throw you. Got to throw in some fucking guy to ruin to cause a conflict. Otherwise, your story sucks, dude. You got to throw in that dude. They're saying Gary Ridgeway killed more women than Bundy by far. Now, but was he collecting the pussies? This child's life is the name of the guy. <laughs> this child's life. That's a what funny a name. name. Yeah. Somehow they're a uh, admin. No, they're a prime. Prime gamer, uh, Vixen. Do you believe in the vaccine? Um, I, uh oh, I, <laughs> uh oh, I, I do. Here we I go. Do. No, you're just I saying do. that you do because uh, no. you heard our reaction. No, no, no. Um, I do, but I, I haven't gotten it yet. Um, because I'm, I don't know. I, you're vaccine hesitant. It, Yes, I am. And it's not because I don't think that this shit's real or that it works. I'm just very hesitant on something that came out so quick and hasn't been like tested long term. I don't know. I um, I heard that um, when I don't know if you remember this. I was in high school when SARS was threatening to to break mm-hmm. out and I think it killed like two hundred thousand people or something two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. people. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you uh do you remember why SARS died out? No. It it just happened to die out. It wasn't because we did anything. I mean, they contained it though. Mm. Uh, anyway, they had begun work on the vaccine way back then. What was it? The early two thousands, maybe. Yeah, it's the same class of a virus. And then, so it, right. it's not like they yeah. just and pumped they... it out in overnight. This has yeah. been years in the making. Yeah. I, I'm i sure I'll get it eventually. Um, there we go. I'm, Some I'm wholesome, definitely... wholesome content tonight. <laughs> we really I, struck a wrong I'm, note, though. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, for sure. I'm not. The White um, House says that 50% of Americans are fully vaccinated, vaccinated, and the other 50% must be Ivy League medical scholars who know something we don't. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I, I, I do think pretty highly of myself, but... No, I'm no. just fucking with you. you. You you better get the vaccine, though, because everybody's about to pretend like the uh, the pandemic is over, and they're, yeah. they're going to get real friendly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once I decide to like actually leave my house, then I'll, I'll probably do that. 
Yeah, if you don't, don't have to leave the house, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, get it next time you go out. Yeah. They're jabbing us. If you get off the subway, they're like, hey, you want one? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, give me another one, man. Why not? <laughs> they got homeless guys in uh, Santa suits pushing them. No. Nice. In the middle of summer. I'm <laughs> wow. It gets hot in those suits. And they already yeah. uh, are not showering. Um, what happens if you take it too much? I, I've wondered that because I want to I wanna do it again before I... <laughs> Before I go down to Tennessee and like I'm in everybody's faces down there, like give me another one, man. Let's re up. I like I kind of like feeling it. sick. We got someone in chat talking about I Am Legend, the movie. They thought they the cured Will cancer. Smith movie. Mm-hmm. They thought they cured cancer. Six months later, zombie vampires. Well, let me tell you about that. I have a whole rant about that movie and about that book specifically. And in the book, the name of the title is revealed in a twist ending. At the end of the book, he realizes that in killing the vampires and in killing the zombies, he's actually the monster and that they have found a cure that he has failed to find. And he's been killing people, not vampires and not zombies, but actual people. And that he is the legend for being a murderous uh yeah. killer he's like an ed gein who is yeah <laughs> who is basically a serial killer and he doesn't realize it until a twist at the end when he's put on trial and he the whole time he thinks he's these this only man on earth the last man on earth and that he's through his own um you know genius he's trying to save everybody and survive which is kind of like a libertarian dream world, right? And it feels where, like a fantasy, where... sort of, when you're watching it. It It is and, sort of like a fantasy. It's like, look at all that food he's got. And nobody uh-huh, to bother him at Washington uh-huh. Square Park. Right. And when you see the movie, that point of view that is destroyed in the twist ending is actually upheld as a great fantasy. And you just keep blowing up those vampires till the dirty end. And you're doing the right thing, which is who who is he a legend to? That doesn't the name of the movie doesn't even make sense. And I looked into a bit, and there is an alternate ending, and I think it was probably the original ending that the producer, the production said, "No way, this is right. we don't want that message to this movie." Families are wanting to watch this. We have to we have to uphold that fantasy of of libertarian man, uh, singular man, you know, being the romantic and good thing. And at the, an alternate ending, it's much like the book. Uh, it's not exactly the same, but what happens in basically, the alternate ending? I think he realizes that he's doing the wrong thing and in killing the zombies and that he, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it has that same kind of twist at the end that they cut off. They completely remove any identity from these creatures in the film, so it's it's uh, like he might as well be slaughtering fucking uh, shadows or something. And that's another thing that that they that I mean, this makes me think of the other movie, um, A Clockwork Orange. Mm, that's and, a great movie. Well, the author of it does not think so, mm. and the author of it. When he published it in the U.S., 
they did another this almost exact same thing and said this last chapter has to go and in the last chapter the whole point of the book in clockwork orange and the original book that was was published in the uk was that um by forcing someone through physiological uh chemical means to be good and to be um a uh productive member of society just to be a, a, a you know to have a you know just be a nice guy he it actually um has to come from that person's own choice and that and, and at the end like you you see him backslide back into being bad but then in the original story he actually of his own choice decides upon seeing one of his old droogs with a with his new family he decides geez this life i'm living is is wrong and he decides of his own free will to be good um and that's the point of this name of the story is a clockwork orange because uh, you know uh, the clockwork mechanism of, of your mind and your body or whatever um being controlled by this the this uh medical procedure or whatever um doesn't make you good makes you a a legend (laughs) but yeah no there's so many movies and and where they have and it's so strange to me that they would take uh the meaning of the story and kind of cut out the the part where they where it has the real kind of message and and the the moral, you don't want to say moral of the story, but pretty much, yeah, the twist ending. It, it gives it a, a, a wholesome, predictable kind of a moral rather than any kind of a twist. Well, in a way, it makes it darker and it makes it um, like there's no redemption. There's no kind of uh, point to there being a zombie world where you're the last man alive if you know, at, at some point you, there's not that twist where he realizes, wait, all these zombies are people, right? Right. And he starts uh, cutting off their genitals. <laughs> Whatever he's doing. Yeah, shit, shit, yeah. There we go. Fort Bragg has issued a vaccine mandate that all troops be vaccinated against coronavirus. Officials are now considering a vaccine to prevent against marrying and impregnating strippers and buying Dodge Chargers. Why would they vaccinate against that? That's the whole point of the military, right? right? Dude, Dodge wouldn't have a charger if it wasn't for a fucking 19-year-old GIs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember how it used to be cool? Used to be. And now it's that fucking family car-looking piece of shit. It's like the back seats are might as well just be car seats for babies. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Vixie, do you it. drive a Dodge Charger? <laughs> I do not. Nope. Uh, Fort Bragg sounds like like they're catching up. Uh, Target is offering debt-free college degrees to 340,000 U.S. employees. On offer are bachelor's degrees in caronomics and master's degrees in corporate servitude. Whatever. Just two? Yeah. Just Yeah, it's supposed to come in threes. I think Janine Garofalo wrote that joke. You can't. How about sucking fuck? Florida uh, officials, oh, uh, yeah, a fucking uh, PhD in sucking and fucking. <laughs> there you go. 
There you go. Florida officials are suing over a wastewater dump into Tampa Bay, stating that the sharks who eat snitches live there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, a retired Marine whose troops planted the flag at Iwo Jima died from exhaustion yesterday after holding the flag in place for more than 75 years. Damn, what a fucking patriot. I think they ought to just uh, skin him and uh, fucking uh, mount him up there for, for eternity. Because <laughs> doesn't it seem like they would have eventually like put some cement down and, and got the pole straight and left it alone and go back to their families? No, but I mean, that is moment of glory is over. Like, guys. Some people just can't let go. Yeah, let go of the fucking flag. You're already, they've made statues of it by now. Let go. Uh, let's see. A wildfire exploded. Oh, a California wildfire exploded to become the third largest fire in history, threatening our nation's source of avocados, walnuts, and narcissism. Good. Yeah, fuck them. Good. Burn it all. <laughs> People say, uh, like, man, California should just break off and fucking sail to Hawaii for all I care. Fuck them. And uh, I was going to say I disagree, but I kind of feel that. I don't <laughs> give a shit. I've never been to California, yeah. I'll be honest. Huge economy. And, um, like, uh, like LA is our, is our second biggest, second greatest city, I'll say. Because New York is obviously the best. And um, that's it. But it's like in a desert. It's not even supposed to be there. They don't have their own water supply. Fuck them. And they have golf you know courses. I like a small city, man. I like a small city. But just because it's big doesn't mean it's great. Like, it's true. Uh, you can't you can't just go walk up to any old... See, like a nice, densely packed place where you can walk anywhere and it's all right there. It's nice. It's hard <laughs> to like... beat it. Yeah, like um, Asheville, North Carolina. I mean, imagine living downtown there. That would be, I mean, that'd be all right. You got everything you'd ever want. I think I'd rather live downtown in the smallest, shittiest little hellhole, like the town where I'm going after this. Are you going to move downtown there? For $600, you can rent an entire city block. You can. (laughs) I promise you. The only problem is there's no there's no economy there. There's no business you could do that you would even make that back. It's fucking well, sometimes, well, broken. What if you don't, you know, maybe you don't need to do business there. You can just live uh, there. ship it all out. Ship it all out. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to ship out the fucking people. There's, for how small the town is, there's too many people. I think a lot of little towns are uh, like this. So it's like. They, they legalized slavery years ago. Um, there's too many people. And in all the young people are either on drugs or on welfare or both. All the women are either like skinny and gross and they're on meth or they're like 400 pounds and they have to be lifted by a crane out of their trailers. And I, you know, I'm not trying to go on that kind of date. And uh, I can't afford a crane, dude. So well, with $600 rent, maybe you could. So Yeah, I think you could. I think... I think she's on something. I don't know what to do. Like, there's... probably the cra- probably the cranes are cheaper than hell down there. I'm really just complaining about the town, but like, there's too many people there. It can't support that. It's just a bunch of people doing nothing except drugs and and laying around and just being awful. You could you could uh, invent a new drug, start start manufacturing it. 
there was there's a house down below the property where uh, they were making meth. There were, and they had no water, no running water because the water line busted. So I would see them carrying the water. <laughs> that stuff. No, no, no. Get away from that stuff. You want? You gotta. You gotta come up with the growth industry. That stuff's on its way out. Come up with some new thing. Um, I don't know. Is your town like that, Vixie? Is there? Is it a lot of drugs? Uh, no, not really. I live in like, uh, like the metro Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, that's right. You're in Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's drugs, obviously, but it's not like that's all there is here. But where I grew up. That's a different story. It's all meth heads up there. These little towns, like if you're going to be anybody, you pretty much have to leave them. Yeah. And you got to yep. go, because if you don't and you go back, like those are the people you see. Those are the characters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. Yeah, there's so many people I went to high school with and like, I'll see them on like Facebook or something and they're missing like all of their teeth. And it's like, wow, you really should have probably moved away. Yeah. And deleted Facebook. And yes, please, yeah, <laughs> delete Facebook. I thought I'm smile. on. What am I on? Ass book. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, it is. It sucks. It, but they're like proud of it too. Sometimes they're like, ah, yeah, I'll live this way till the day I die. And there's something <laughs> that's kind of nice about that, I think. But don't you wish that it, that that it was like uh, it was like Stardew Valley instead, where everybody's just kind of living simple, humble lives, and it's not completely destroyed by opiates and meth wouldn't that be nice it would be nice everybody's living a good clean country harvesting their own crops and Mm -hmm. shipping the illegals out oh yeah that's for the white man (laughs) get out of here illegals we got kids in cages still but people are cool with it because like we're just we're still exhaling because it's biden i guess yeah the kids in cages we'll worry about that in uh 2024 They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be adults by then. Yeah. You ever, you ever <laughs> seen a, a any weird lights in the sky or had like a fucking ghost thing happen to you? Uh, this is coast to coast AM now. No, I have not. Um, Jesus Christ, this show is has run for two and a half hours. We should uh we should probably start to wrap it up here. Yeah, it's nice nice talking to you guys. Yeah, you guys as well. I feel like I've been jabbering at you for the last like 15 or 20 minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah, he never knows yeah. when to quit. I, I That's okay. <laughs> I will just I, keep I, going. I like being jabbered at. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> this, this isn't good. So I, I just want to know, how many abortions have you had? Uh, me? Yeah. Um... One, I've, had none. I've had one that I was party to and one that she did without my knowing. Well, I meant you. How many have you had? Oh, you're personally. Always talking about, yeah. You're always talking about your abortions. <laughs> I gave you a real answer to that. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, that he, was, gave you, he gave you the serious answer. There. Yeah. I mean. Hey, man. I personally. Answer, <laughs> well, you, to be a man and get an abortion, you have to want the abortion. Because. Kilgore will tell you, and if Dr. Troubadour was not on the lam, he would back me up and saying that I have had fetuses surgically implanted in my body because I want to know what it's like to be a woman going through that abortion process. (laughs) 
and uh, and he facilitated that. I could just feel it that I needed that perspective. And but I only had it within me to do that like twice, I guess. I say like twice because the third one didn't take and it's actually still in my body. It just died and the body ate it, absorbed it sort of. Nice. How, how many abortions have you had? <laughs> 69. Oh, come on. Yeah. No, I, I've had more zero. like 420, right? <laughs> more, yeah. 420. Imagine being on 418 and, and your friends are like, are you sure? You wanna... two. <laughs> I just got, I need two more. If you got that no. many abortions, you would almost have to take a sexual enjoyment from like the, the vacuum hose going <laughs> up in there. God. Yeah. <laughs> what would, I think that would probably be destroy a person's body, right? I would think so. I, mean... I don't think it would happen. It would deplete your calcium, I believe. Hold on. I'm going to look up world record for abortions, abortions right now. <laughs> where else are you going to get since this? Since that's where we're on. Yeah. What other show? Women who obtain repeat abortions, a study. No world record for abortions. Mm, they live with mm. quietly in shame somewhere. <laughs> no, this is all a lie. This is the... all just like propaganda stuff. Well, that's the world record. They don't want the world knowing that. We no, need here's... to find. Yeah. Here's one from ABC News. Um, abortion addict confesses 15 procedures in 16 years. Nice. So that's real. Yeah. Huh. I bet she's fun, too. She wrote a book called Impossible Motherhood. What does she look like, Billy? Can, I don't Can you post her in the I, uh, Irene Villar. I don't know if there's a picture of her. I want to see her. Oh, she looks like... Um, does she have, like, loose skin? Like a wholesome... She's a literary Gross. agent, environmental advocate, and a Puerto Rican American editor. Um, mm, I didn't want to know she was Puerto Rican. She looks <laughs> nice, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she's great, dude. She lets you bust inside. She doesn't even <laughs> care who the fathers are? Or is that part of it, too? She probably demands you do it if she's got an addiction. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to. I just, I just want to... <laughs> Please let me pull out. Good Lord. Um, Maybe she'll make it to that show, My Strange Addiction. Oh, yeah. That would be a good um, one. That might yeah. be outside of their purview. Yeah. Let, let yeah, me read. I'll read some of this, but we really got Outside of my perversion. I'll, I'll read some of this since this is kind of an interesting topic. <clears throat> I hear that belt. Um, <laughs> one and two who have first abortion have a repeat. Although her personal history is unique, Villar hopes through her painful memoir to trigger a public discussion on abortion and what leads women to use procreation as power. Everybody's having babies. Hollywood has even developed some sort of motherhood fetish. Juno. Um, yet women are repeatedly told they must be everything but mothers. Oh, I see. So she's like... Yeah. Um, living on the edge between being a mother and not being a mother. And that's where she gets her, that's where she gets her 15 abortion kicks out of. <laughs> I guess that makes some sense. I, yeah. That's all I'll read of that. She's an abortionist. I, there's a lot of statistics and a bunch of other stuff, but I, I mean, that explains it right there. Yeah. I don't think Ambrose Bierce is going to be writing about her fucking uh, brave journey. No, she's writing her own memoir, trying to trigger a discussion. And I think that's true that, you know, women are 
supposed to be with mothers and but also at the same time <clears throat> they're supposed to be um not mothers you know right. sexy uh whatever they're supposed to be submissive to charles manson's will uh, i don't yeah that too they need to look at their game reminds me <laughs> of that time donald trump was forcing his wife to have abortions mm-hmm. yep that got all uh while bill kilgore is referring to uh an article published at the chronicle.su um a true story that Donald Trump was forcing himself on people because not just for the the immediate sexual pleasure of it, but for the uh, the deferred pleasure of uh, forcing her to get an abortion later. Weird kink, right? But no, apparently it's a kink out there. Abortion is a kink. There you go. I, that's a good note to uh, end on, though, I think. And that story, incidentally, um, went viral in the right circles, and... Uh, there was a denial uh, that it made its way all the way up to Trump after Kilgore wrote it, and uh, he had to deny it. Like somebody had to lean in and be like, "Hey, man, I'm just, just, I have to ask. I'm just checking. Did you like have sex with women and impregnate a bunch of them and force them to get abortions? Like, because you're getting off on it." And he's like, "No, of course not." He's like, "All right, I just had to ask. Cool." <laughs> and we know that that much happened because I don't remember why, but there was some kind of. Uh, do you remember why? How it got addressed, really? I don't remember that that happened, but I'm not surprised, I guess. There was some kind of a, an official denial because uh, like a real news outlet had picked it up and, and had to check it. I don't. I'm not surprised, but I don't remember looking into that. I don't. I think it might be on Snopes. Saw that. Yeah. Do you know the... I mean, this is one... We're going to brag about this, but the founder, creator of Snopes, is a big Chronicle fan. He loves the Chronicle. Nobody makes a hoax like Chronicle. We yeah, put his ass to work. That's a uh, known fact. Yeah, yeah. We're old thing to brag about. Mm-hmm. We're sucking each other's dicks right now. Sucking and fucking. Fixie, what is the next episode of your show going to be about? You know, I'm not sure. I'm really bad about planning things in advance. Usually, I I write it and think about it like the day before I record. But uh, if anybody has any suggestions, throw them at me and I'll research it and I'll do it. Uh, I'm thinking of one right now. There was a guy who went through – this might have already been done. I'm sure something's been done about it or I wouldn't know about it. But there was this guy in uh, Canada. Do you know the guy? There was a Canada guy. And he was sort oh, of yeah. traveled Jesus and Christ. killed people. That Canadian? Jesus Christ. Uh, hold on. I've, I've almost got his name here. Not Ridgeway. Russell Williams. Do you know this character? Russell Williams. Mm, I don't think let's, so. Let's just get a quick summary of Russell Williams and then we'll go. Um, because this is my guy. If I had to pick one for you to do. All right. Okay. He was a British-born Canadian convicted murderer, former colonel of the Canadian Armed Forces. In January 2010, the Ontario police discovered evidence that led them to suspect Williams' involvement in the disappearance and death of Jessica Lloyd and suspected links to two other crimes. Yeah, he had been doing other crimes um, committed in close proximity near to his previous home. He was interrogated over the next 10 hours. He gave a confession of the sexual assault, murder of Lloyd, and also the rape and murder of Corporal Marie-France Como, 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 uh, whatever. It's, it's more interesting than the Wikipedia article. Russell Williams, look up that dude. Hmm. I will take a look at that and see what I can find. 
Russell, uh, Russell Williams. How can you not know who Russell Williams is? Somebody in the chat says, hey, this child's life. We don't all sit around jerking off to fucking murder porn. I try to ignore Canadians as much as possible. Right. So, yeah. What is Canada? Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's it. So as we go out, let's listen to a, another Charles Manson hit. And... um and be weird and be right. and fetishize it a little bit. Why don't we? This is um, Uncle Acid covering follow the, of monsters and wait, let me get it of monsters and uh, innocence. <laughs> yes, close of monsters and crime. Yes. Oh, hi. Yeah. You might have noticed I'm interrupting the show with my own voice. This is an extremely rare occurrence, but very much in line with the production quality you've come to expect from this shit show. So two things happened. First of all, I, being the world-class broadcaster that I am, forgot to record this episode using recording software. I had to pull the MP4 file from Twitch, an 8-gigabyte download, and extract the audio in a painful and risky procedure that often results in the death of the video file. Secondly, Twitch content ID'd a Charles Manson cover at the end of the uh, segment, cutting off the very final part of that segment from tonight's program. And unless one of you digital archivists out there had the foresight to record today's broadcast, then that original audio is lost forever. So consider this the ending where we're all kissing each other's asses and saying goodbye and what a good job everybody didn't do. Follow Hate Radio on iTunes or Spotify and catch the live show at twitch.whatever slash hatesec. Hit me up on Twitter at hatesec. Talk to Kilgore at Kilgore. You can reach Vixen at twitter.com slash notvixie and enjoy her new show of Monsters in Crime, in which she drinks wine and gets into the nitty-gritty details of the world's most gruesome murders. And maybe if you're a really good listener, she'll ask you to co-host. She's looking for interesting co-hosts now, so if you have a knack for broadcasting, as I clearly do not, please reach out to her and offer to lend a hand on the next show. She needs help. That's it. That's the show. Fuck off. There'll be a real ending next time. I'll talk to you from the Great Smoky Mountains. Peace out and go fuck yourself. This is Hate Radio.